Hello everyone, welcome to Caffeine Co-op, my name is Zach. And I'm Brandon. And today we'll be talking about the Nintendo Direct that happened today that I totally knew was happening. Uh, <laughs> the Gears 5 and details and how I now wish I had an Xbox One or a better PC. And uh, quite frankly, a game that I'm waiting on the endorsement for at this point because you know we're bringing back Mortal Kombat 11. Oh. Oh damn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get excited. And also, like, I, I officially am at the point where I need that game. Like, I actually need to get it. Wait, really? Uh, yes. I very much want to play it. Oh, wow. Especially with the stuff we'll be talking about. I, I, I just... Ooh, yeah. I just want to play it. I just want to play it at this point. Oh, you gotta do it. I, I, sh- I really Yeah, you, got, you gotta Zach. You I gotta, gotta do it, Zach. It's, it's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Brandon, how you been? I've been good uh you know tired uh this summer's coming to an end and with it my energy getting ready for the winter kind of uh harvesting some some crops for me and i can hibernate in in the colder months maybe a lot a lot better overall i think the good old farm simulator yeah you know you know just uh yeah getting out there getting some good harvest getting some some good beats just being able to, you know, just really get into the dirt. You know, you know, back in in Pennsylvania, how it is like, you know, gotta wake up, crack a dawn to get, yeah, to get those chickens uh, back in, in in the hen house, and then uh, you and you you always find a couple of chickens randomly got slaughtered in a weird way, but doesn't seem like it was a wolf. It looks like it was done by a knife. That's weird. I mean, that's not totally out of the ordinary but then there's these people outside at night they just kind of stand there and just silently watch you outside your window brandon we did I, we, we already played out last <laughs> right right we, we played it we played it it's yeah. not real it's yeah, not it's did. fine uh it sounds like typical pennsylvania uh, s- suburbs i always get that oh, yeah that's... totally the suburbs totally the suburbs suburbia suburbia yeah. yeah i'm totally not illiterate it's cool it's great <laughs> um uh but yeah i'm i'm doing well you know tired as well but you know keep on keeping on um i'll tell you what game wise i i am just playing oh yeah, yeah. random random games anymore and yeah, what, uh, what you been playing i want to what, what's the report well I'll tell I, you what. I, I need this this on my desk by tomorrow <laughs> I I have to be on my death by tomorrow, partner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need pictures of you playing Spider Man. <laughs> well, actually, all right, we'll start with that. I beat the uh, the game plus mode for Spider Man. I forget what in the hardest difficulty. Nice. So that was fun. I played it on just the Far From Home costumes. I was like, sure, I'll play it again. Ooh, Came out with the costumes, the new game plus mode. So I I did the full playthrough on using either the stealth suit or the new Far From Home suit. And nice. uh, it was a lot of fun. I, yeah, it was it was good. Um, so I beat that again. Uh, so you're a f- you you like Spider Man, right? Uh, I mean, a bit. I dab. I just I think you should answer for his crimes. I mean, he's a menace to our city. I don't know why you endorse him and his activities, but he is a a villain, a culprit. There are times where he he is obviously he is beating up these frail scientists with their artificial appendages that they are, are just trying to do their job. And you know, he, he is an enemy to 
the private businessman's of Norman Osborn. Uh, he 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 is a an enemy to the aliens, uh, specifically ones from outer space. It's just on and on. I can't believe you support that menace to our society. Well, some would say he's doing things that the cops can't do. <laughs> and that's all you Scene. need. Scene. That's <laughs> and and also and also, you know, he uses the webs for good just because you have some mysterious video rolling around saying he's executing people. You know, it's just you can't prove anything. I will just have to agree to disagree. Disagree with your agreement to disagree. Spider-Man <laughs> for life. But yeah, that's uh. So overall, how would you feel about New Game Plus? It was fine. It, honestly, it, I didn't find it that difficult. Like I don't, I don't right. know. Um, it, it by that I mean the difficulty didn't feel different from the first time I played it. Um, it just felt like I was playing it again, which was fine. Like yeah. it was a very fun playthrough. Um, but no, it was, it was fun. It was fun. And the other thing is, I so I beat the Call of Duty World War Two campaign. So totally oh, jumping nice. off Spider Man, jumping off his yeah. back for now. And uh, <laughs> going into the shooter genre, I beat the campaign for Call of Duty World War Two, and I traded it in so I could have that moolah ready for when Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out. Nice. And nice. I gotta say, so the only two shooters that I have on my console now, since I got rid of that, is Call of mm. Duty Modern Warfare, the remaster, because uh, it was a free PlayStation Plus at one point. And I right. also have, obviously, your boy, Titanfall 2. <laughs> and I will say... The greatest shooter that I currently have is hands down Titanfall 2 because the Modern Your Warfare boy. remaster is hot garbage and I'm done with it. I haven't played Ooh. the campaign again, but just the multiplayer, it's just not aged well. It's not as good as the I've World War 2 hackers as well. It's I heard it's a little rough in it's, terms of that. Oh, well, I've heard that's pretty bad. Like I know the PS3 servers are still up and that's really like right. I, I've seen some things where you go into a into a game mode and like you can't even move. <laughs> like people are just flying around yeah it's like yeah it's it's tough i uh it's funny you mentioned it i i played that a few months ago i played the campaign for the modern warfare remastered and uh it was okay it it's it's starting to show its age in terms of a campaign and the controls and the gameplay uh and the characters and the the kind of sociopolitical ideas that it has and it's uh commentary and it's just the whole thing yeah uh, it's starting to feel uh, like aged. it's a little there's definitely times where it does feel a little weird in terms of like trying to frame an action game around like uh it it just it doesn't there's a lot of stuff where it's just like it doesn't feel as action hero like action movie-esque as it used to. Yeah. And I'm hoping the new one can kind of separate itself. Cause I don't want to be reminded of like, kind of how bad, the like how bad the world can be at times, uh, in, in my video games. I think there's a place for using games as a commentary on real life events. But then there's sometimes where, especially like a big action shooter, there is a disconnect between, Trying to approach a, a, a subject in a way that is conducive to a conversation 
and not just like big explosions and being chased by terrorists in, in a jeep or something like that. It's it's tough. I just I don't know if I don't know if big shooter genre can really handle that kind of stuff. That's my issues with the game. It's uh, uh you know, it's tough finding a good spot between like the extremes, you know. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I I don't know. I was going to say I I should replay the campaign, but honestly, I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I the campaign I've currently I'm still I tried jumping back into Chrono Trigger. So that's my oh. I jump back into that. So I'm trying to get through that, which I have not well, done very much of at all. So I don't have any input like anything to really add, but that's what like when it comes to campaign video games, that's what I'm currently working on is Chrono Trigger. But yeah. multiplayer, I just, you know, some shooter, I, I just, Knights, Titanfall 2, it's been holding up pretty well. I'm, nice I'm so totally much. out of uh, the Fortnite and Apex Legends mode. I just, I'm out. It's like, yeah, it's, I, it's just past. I'm kind of done with uh, Apex Legends. I just, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk a little bit in a little bit about why it got a little better, but we will discuss that in a little while. Um, but that being said, Brandon, have you been playing any other games? Uh, no, um, not really. Actually, uh, a little it's bit more. Weird month. Yeah, it's been a lot of uh, behind the scenes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the current job market. It sucks. It sucks, guys. Um, Great. You know, but I mean, uh, but um, yeah, nothing too much right now. Kind of between kind of being able to focus on stuff. I did play a lot of um, Breath of the Wild, actually, just recently. I got just randomly, I was like, you know, I'm going to start playing again. And I got, I put like 10 or 15 hours into it again. Um, Just getting shrines and stuff. I was like, I just want to try and clear up all, all the shrines and there's certain stuff that like is is still so much fun like i love the combat in that game some enemies in that game still like uproariously kick my ass in a way that like i will try like nine times to try and beat them and i'm just like all right i'm good i'll just leave you alone instead yeah that game it did it did that so well where it was like there were enemies that like you could get away you could you could find a way to beat every enemy but some were just so frustrating i was like is this really worth it at the end of the day like um, like i'm gonna use up everything i have just to kill this one guy and i'm I'm gonna get like 10 rupees out of it yeah oh cool i buy some apples that's a that's another one that I don't know. I kind of want to go back to that, but I've been holding off because I'm still like a part of me still thinks slash hopes I'm going to get it for the Switch because I currently right. have it for the Wii U, which it was perfectly right. fine. Like I've yeah. watched Switch playthroughs and it definitely was just as fun for me on the Wii U. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I haven't gone and replayed it anytime recently. But right, very good memories. Great game. Uh, Excited for the sequel. Yes, or whatever it is. Definitely. Whatever next one is, I I want it to be multiplayer in some way. I don't know. I think just like a co-op Zelda would be, be really cool. cool. Like thinking about playing Breath of the Wild and then you just rolling up with like a bunch of you rolling up with a squad and just like I just want better combat for MMOs. I think I think that's what I want. 
Yeah, that's that's, just... uh, that's totally reasonable because like yeah. I feel like not that it's. How do I put this? Like, like, uh, Elder Scrolls MMO combat is still like your standard MMO combat, and I feel like it's very yeah. clunky at this point compared to modern games. Right. Yeah. Not that I play an MMO, so you know, chastise <laughs> me all you want, people. <laughs> I like how you said that. Like, you people were coming after you. Like, no, I don't. Not that I play them. I mean, I just, I just know, I just know people who play them. Don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I couldn't tell what you were going for at first, like whether it was whether it was a like like a high and mighty. Not that I would ever play an MMO <laughs> or one of those like like oh no, totally not me. I'm not the one doing it. No, no, like, not not that one. Thinking, yeah, it's just like oh, oh boy, yeah, you just like <laughs> pulling on the on your collar, like it's like Gil from Simpsons, like oh oh boy, old old boy Gil's not. Not doing so well this time. <laughs> oh, your old boy Gil's not doing too great today, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Gil. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen. I God, he's he's such a great character. I love Gil so much. I know. <laughs> Definitely an underrated Simpsons character. Like whenever he, oh, yeah. like like the Simpsons will go to like the bank or whatever, and he's there, and you're like, oh god, get ready for some yeah. good like dark humor. <laughs> Thumb's gonna get real bad real quick. Yeah, get real sad. Um, uh, is Gil your f- favorite underrated Simpsons character? Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, let's let's make the category mm. easy to identify as right. favorite supporting character. Yes, like not okay. reoccurring. Like like Flanders, I would put in reoccurring. Like he's yeah, in he's every he's probably, other episode. Right. So his favorite supporting character. Yeah. I think uh, I have an answer. Like for me, I, 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 yeah. If you know, you yeah. Not to step on your toes, but like, yeah, like to get your brain rolling a bit. Uh, I think for me, it's Troy McClure, and he's the guy that he's like the the actor who always says like, "Hi, I'm Troy McClure. Uh, you you may know me for for movies such as," and then he'll he'll list off like some of his movies. God, I don't he's, even he's know. He's more that. in the early. He's in the early seasons. Um, oh man, and I call myself a Simpsons fan. Phil Hartman does a voice, and that's why, sadly, uh, they had retires character because mm, yeah. he, he passed away. Um, Phil Hartman. He like trying to think of other. He did the uh, the lawyer. He used to show up a lot. Um, he has one of my favorite lines when he's like he's sleeping on the couch and then like. Bart and Lisa are like tr- trying to wake him up, and he's like, "Don't touch my stuff." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought I was at the YMCA." And he has like a knife. He has like a knife on him. But uh, Troy is like the one he would always show up to talk about. He he would always show up in like educational shorts, and it would be like him talking to the to the. It would be like a pu- like public service announcement for stuff. Um, he's the one who was like talking about with it was yeah. It, it was like the cows at the slaughterhouse, and he's like, ta- and he like, he takes the kid through, and he's like, "Do you want to see the, the 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 slaughterhouse?" And he's like, "Sure." And then they go through, and the kid's like, completely pale at the end of it. He's just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's really good." It's like he's my favorite. Well, uh, I will say, I don't, I Gil would be up there. Gil's really great. I yeah. I don't know, like I feel it putting me on the spot like this. I this is hard because like I'm trying to go through like every episode of my brain. I might, yeah. I might say 
for now, hard for now, Dr. Nicholas is my favorite sporting oh, character. Oh, he's so good. He's yeah. so Hi, funny. Everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> and it's like the person <laughs> sawed in half. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know the guy cracks me up like he's your classic dirtbag I don't science I mean you know he's like store scientist doctor whatever he needs to be kind of a thing right yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah I love love the fat Homer episode where he's like remember if yeah if you you rub it on a piece of paper and you and it comes out like clear you're you're all good he's talking like yeah yeah like how to gain weight everything (laughs) he 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 rubs like like a Like a fried chicken uh, against like a piece of paper. It's like one of my and favorite the paper becomes so clear. It's all yeah, it's like transparent. He like yeah. Looks at, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's what like I, I I don't know. He's a he's another good random one, but I I, yeah. I would love to go back and I don't know. I need to catch up on the Simpsons too. Um, yeah. And hey, with Disney Plus right around the corner, and they said the Simpsons are going to be on it, so I'll have wow. access to all that. Yeah. That's um, pretty good. Yeah, I I'm not. Hey, I I don't I don't I, I'm just saying I'm full Disney Plus support. That sounds it sounds great <laughs> so far. Um, I'm a fan of the weekly releases. I'm a fan of the things that have good. been announced for it. I I don't know. I'm you excited. See the Mandalorian trailer. Mandalorian looks so good. Like I love the, the music they have in that trailer. Especially, it sounds so cool. Like it has a really good percussion to it. Yes. Where it's like da 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 da, and it like really builds and it. Mwah. Just goddamn, that's a trailer. That's it, a man. Goddamn it! I'm so, much so glad I... that's dropping day one because, like, that right now is idea. the reason I want it day one. Yeah. Um, like that. I I'm super excited to see what what they do with that. Yeah, Mandalorian looks great, and it'll hold us over for uh, Rise of Skywalker. So that's great too. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm pumped. It's I'm I think it's gonna be a good service, but. I'm just going to throw this out there now. Uh, nothing else from D23 was anything. There was no video game anything. It was all Disney Plus stuff, so <laughs> right. we have nothing on that. I, I totally speculated something. Nothing happened. I think we did. Yeah, we were like, it's totally going to be there. It's I totally was like, oh, there. maybe Kingdom Hearts, which yeah. we might talk about that a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, nothing came out of D23 video game-wise. Nothing. Uh, I, it was a great show, just no video game stuff. Right. Um, as far as I saw. Um, but yeah, moving forward, uh, for anyone new and old, uh, we are a video game podcast and we are going over video game news that came out over the past month. I don't believe we have any rumors today. If so, we'll get to them. Uh, but yeah, we're just talking video game fun and nonsense like that. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is run through the September release, the big four releases that are coming out in September. Um, let's go. Actually, and I think uh, I forgot Control. That was, or was that August? Is that why that's not on this That was list? August. Yeah, okay. that was uh, August 27th. Well, I'll just start out with that. Control came out. Go get a copy because that looked amazing. It was on both of our top five lists from the last episode. Go listen to that if you haven't done that either. Uh, Looks so go- great. Super excited. I really want to play it. Me and Brandon, we are going to get it as soon as we get those jobs we talked about. (laughs) Or as soon as NetherRealm starts endorsing our podcast. Whichever is first. (laughs) Um, Whatever it is. (laughs) We're going to use Mortal Kombat money to go control. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so the first game coming out, uh, which comes out in two days. uh, Well, two days from us talking. uh, Gears 5, September 6th. 
not the last time we're going to talk about that, so we're going to move right past it. Um, The (laughs) next thing, Borderlands 3, comes out September 13th. Uh, I don't... How do you feel? Because I'm kind of... We do have a little bit to talk about it later, but... I pulled on it. I was, uh, I was, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get, it's, it's actually kind of different news. Um, but yeah, we'll get oh. to it. Uh, but, uh, the other th- next thing is Legends of Zelda Link's Awakening. That's uh, September right. 20th. So I know a lot of people are excited for that. Go get your Game Boy turn Switch Legend of Zelda remake game. <laughs> right. And the last but not least, I don't play this. Brandon, I'm guessing you don't, but you, it's, the most sports I know you like. FIFA 20 comes out September 27th. Right. So. Could be good. Yeah. I haven't played. Well, here's the thing, Zach. Lay on a little secret. I Man, I freaking love FIFA 2002. From really? the GameCube. That was a great, <laughs> yeah, great game. And I, I've t- I took a hiatus about 17 years. I think it, it would be good to come back to it. I, I think, bet you uh, would actually like it. Like, I bet, I bet you would. I've heard enjoy- really good things. I'm sure yeah. it's, it, it's, it'll be like a learning curve. Like we've talked about with anything, right. you know, like, you know, you jump back into an old shooter and it's t- tough to figure out unless it's hot steaming garbage. Um, right. <laughs> but no, I think if you, if we got you a copy of FIFA 20, I bet you'd like it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, let me tell you. I would probably like it. I, I would it. probably, I would say, I mean, if someone were to send me a copy of FIFA 20, I would play it. If I were to go out, I would probably get FIFA 15 because that's probably super cheap at this point. Right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, uh, it, they'd probably give them away. Yeah. That's a good point. Get, 14 would have been the first PS4 game, right? Or no, 15. Right. Like 15, 16, right around there. Yeah, I'd, so so I'd, I'd probably see whatever ones they have left because they probably throw them out at some point. Like I don't think anyone's really hankering for like the, the dollar get man at Walmart. Yeah, they're probably just like they. I I wonder if they just give them what they like. They put them underneath other stuff. You're just like, man, I got some good. How did this get in here? They just like you pulled out of your bag. Like what? Damn it! You did it to me again. Mm-hmm. GameStop. They just like randomly well, shove them in there. That's I actually, <laughs> I I have I, one of the games I got the best deals on, and I don't know how it happened, and I feel bad because right. I still haven't played it. Was I was at a Walmart and. I think it's season three of The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, which was I loved right. season one and two, and I saw season three, and it was on sale for like five or ten dollars. I forget how much I paid. Definitely not more than ten. So I snagged right. it up, and I never played it. And I feel I still have it. Like I absolutely <laughs> want to, but like it was right around that time that I haven't. Like I'm also like five seasons behind on The Walking Dead at this point, and like. But it was like I don't know. It's one of those things where it was like it was a great deal. I impulse bought it and I still haven't played it. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel like that that happens a lot. I I actually like I did that just recently with uh, I got um, Infinite Warfare, Call of Duty. Uh, I got that for like three dollars. What? Uh, at GameStop. Yeah. It, it um on PS4. I, I, yeah, on PS4. And and I saw Xbox had it for that much as well there it's like like four or five dollars like yeah and i was like i'll buy the campaign at least like it's one of those things where i just like i kind of banked the game i was like yeah i'll come back to it at some point i'd rather it's good to at least have this game for that yeah. price and i always use this excuse and my brother ryan has adopted this where if i see a really good deal i'm i always tell myself i'm like well it's like losing money if i don't buy it like it's, it's just <laughs> i'm I've, sorry I've, 
<laughs> I, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because I 100% am stealing this. I will absolutely be saying this. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, I've talked I mean, to Ryan. He, he, said, he started lie. watching. He, he started saying it. And uh, I don't know if I told you that the way it started, I always made the, make the joke where the way it started was I saw an ad, you have an ad at Penn State for. Uh, unlimited mac and cheese and i was like i'm losing money if i don't if i if like if i don't go ahead with this deal brent brent uh, brent i'm about to have a heart attack i was at penn state and i could have had unlimited mac and cheese and i was having none mac and cheese are you i think I'm, i might have told you i might have not told you because i don't know if i told you the story of when i got it they brought out a i thought it was going to be like a bowl of mac and cheese it was like a goddamn cauldron of mac and cheese, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I felt intimidated just from the size of it, and oh I was my like, god. All right. the, "The opportunities missed." I'm crying. No, you, you. I think you're okay because what it, it was at the um, you old diner, uh, the the steak, the like, diner downtown. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that one. Uh, this is very, it's very specific for our, 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 our audience right now. If you if you go to Penn State and you you, you know the downtown area. You're gonna know what we're talking about. Did you but know that this is for us right now? Really? Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of re- Penn State's had a lot of renovations. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of it's funny in a like not funny way. If you walk by the place, the di- because the diner was just this small little building between two yeah. other buildings downtown. The entire building of the diner is just like gone. Like it's just Shit. been lifted up and out. Like. Like there's there's like I I thought someone like would would have moved in there or, or done something with it. Well, but like, I'm guessing whoever bought the spot is not having a diner there, so they just oh, demolished man. that spot and they're gonna put something completely different there. Oh, they serve the um. There are the stickies. That's stickies. Yeah, the yep. the one that like they talk about in a person being a wallflower. Yeah, they were like yeah. Yeah, she mentions that. I will say I do I do like how what I talk to people when I came out they're just like oh, fucking course they talk about that uh, <laughs> it's like it's like the one thing people outside Penn State know it's There's like some someone things. talking about Philly not knowing Philly and just bringing up cheese steaks you're like yeah it's, yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's like the very yeah. easy thing to be it's like I always like the idea it, I'm 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 glad they didn't do this with Creed Creed is the best movie in in Philadelphia like how to use especially the history and the culture. The food there, especially, they do a really good job. Where they're like, all right, they like when they bring cheese sticks up, it's perfect. It's yeah, it's really good, and you, you, you can tell Ryan Coogler just in general, like he might be like one of the smartest directors working right now. I love how he he like made sure he's like, no, I want to make sure it's like they do, they don't go to Pastor Gino's. It's not like like yes, they, 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 they that don't... is. Sorry, keep going. No, you're... no, I was just gonna say like yeah, like it's it's not like they're they're like yeah, we, you gotta go to yeah, it's like. It's not like a specific thing where you they're gotta like, go to Pets and Geno's because they're the best right. cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. Uh, wrong. <laughs> Anyone can tell you in Philly that Pats and Geno's is the most generic. It's like fast food cheesesteaks at this point. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it's I'm like like I I don't know. It's fun to go I don't, once. I don't think I don't know if any of my family listens to this because they're probably gonna disagree <laughs> with me, and that's fine. But like, there are so many better local downtowny cheesesteaks in philadelphia and i don't know yeah. names like I, I like it's just you just go to a smaller restaurant like pats and Gino's is just like a like 
they're fine. Like they're fine. They're experience chain. They're experience restaurants. You go there and it's oh, I've been to Pat's and Gino's. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool. And they're two different places. But like, yeah. Yes, I. Are Brandon. They, Brandon just are they two different places? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as much as they want to say. If you they have, give me, they you, have a secret, one from se- each. secret uh, uh, alliance. Like a tunnel I, you know underneath. What, you know what? I, I would be shocked. I would. I wouldn't put it past them. You heard I, I've always, I've kind of thought there has been like it's it's always been a fake rivalry, and it's just like an idea to get people like revved up. People would be like, "Man, screw Genos, we're Pats. We're gonna like that's." And then at Genos, they're like, "Man, screw Pats, we're Genos." And it's kind of like this idea of of people being like, "Yeah, you know what? I like Genos more." And it gets you, and I'm I'm gonna buy 15 cheesesteaks at this one to show you. And somebody else is like, "Well, I'm gonna buy 15 cheesesteaks from this place to to show you." And then in the background, you can see, you know, uh, Mr. Pat and Mr. Gino just like rubbing their hands together, like yes, yes. They're they're Our like bones. one of them sneezes and the other hands the, the, the person a like hundred dollar bill. Oh, God bless you! Like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. Yeah, no, it, that's what like, like, I agree. To go back to like Creed did it well. They went to some not like it's 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 good. It's good representation yeah. and it's good at how they use like like language especially because they they, they they use john at one point but they don't do it too much and then yes. the way she, yeah. way uh the way she explains it is really good and it i like to use there and then like <laughs> i never brought this up and we're gonna wait way off topic but like i i was, I, I was literally just like how, how did we get to this again i don't i don't i think don't, don't I don't care. Like, keep it going. Keep it going. It's fine. We'll it's go. fine. It's we'll, fine. We're we'll good. figure it out. We're good. Um, We're good. We're great. I don't like. <laughs> there's a radio station uh, in Philadelphia, 104.5. They do. <sighs> they used to be so good. Yeah, they they they, they do this thing. That it's like a, I don't know. It's a festival or it's just like a one concert thing called like Winter John. Oh, uh, Winter John! I want to punch my radio every time well, I hear that. Well, it's just you like, know, uh, what was Winter it? John? Winter. Uh... It's like the corporatization of what John. Sorry, go. No, I'm trying to remember. It used to be called something else, and they got yeah. like sued. Really? Yes, because like that's what it was. Winter Jam. It used to be called Winter Jam, or when oh, it first wow. was announced, it was announced as Winter Jam. That. But Winter yeah. Jam is an actual thing, and they were approached, and they were basically just warned if you don't stop advertising it as this you're gonna get sued out of your butt and uh so 1045 was like we're gonna call it winter john so i do i agree like when i when i would hear that that's it was super annoying to hear on the radio like super annoying but i also thought it was a funny like uh loophole to being sued for winter jam so like a little bit of both a little bit of both (laughs) it's it's interesting yeah it's definitely like it's a i'm okay that that explains it uh, still doesn't still doesn't justify no, it, it, but it doesn't excuse it. it. Yeah, <laughs> like I just it it feels it's a weird thing. It it feels a little. And this is getting. I I would have to like think about it more, but there's a this way of like corporations using slang to feel more hip. It's very much like yes. this idea of like winter john come hang out at the winter john with us kids it's just this fucking weird ass like 40 year old like this like it's it sounds like someone who's like like 
like a fifty year old like it's totally the like boomer guy trying to marketing. reach the millennial thing. Yeah, very yeah, very much. Very much just like sorry to any boomers listening, but a little condescending. Oh yeah, we we have a huge audience of boomers. It's definitely uh... <laughs> it's all nine people. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, yeah, it's just something where I'm like, it 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 just feels a little weird when corporations use slang to kind of like, and it feels a little like appropriating that idea because it, it does feel very much like, all right, this this was a very like Philly thing and a very like a like he- heavy cultural idea of just using this word and even the way she, she like she uses it in the movie when she talks about it, it's like yeah, it's very much like just you know kind of like really casual kind of thing and it feels weird to kind of for like a corporation to kind of grab onto it and like kind of use it in this way that's i don't know it just, it kind of takes the the power out of it that's what i think about a lot is like the the power of language and how when when, when someone else uses language it can uh elevate or it can like kind of dismiss all all of that history and power to it yeah like it's it's something where i i feel like it's just like it's really important as as a history is to like think about like even i'm trying to think of a good example but i feel like there's definitely times where uh we've as a people have kind of used like old-timey words and it'll be like oh that's a funny word and then you'll find out later, and I'm not going to say anything specific, but you'll, you'll find out later. I'm like, oh, that was a very racial slur. Like, I didn't know that this is, like, this This sounds like a very funny word, uh, but it's, like, a super racist thing. Like, mm-hmm. paddy wagon. Do you know that term? Yes, I didn't know it was racist. <laughs> uh, sort of. Uh, for, for Irish people. Uh, uh, it was basically in a chain gang when when people were being transported, if there was a lot of Irish people, it's a paddy wagon. Anyway, this has been your lesson on language and how it, it uh, changes. So, uh, actually, because we were talking about money, that brings up a good point. That's something I wanted to talk about a little bit. Now, we don't usually do this on Caffeine Co-op, but uh, I, personally, because I was looking into some pre-orders that I may or may not do based off of what we talked about last episode, again, shout out, but uh, some things I saw, promotions that are going on. So, first of all, I was looking at Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and um, I want to throw a little shade right now towards them, even though it is my most anticipated fall game, because they have a deluxe edition announced with no features. So pay $20, 20 additional dollars, and get nothing, or something, I guess. But like, what the fudge is that? Tell me, tell me the goods I'm going to get in my game. Like, you you think I'm just going to give you $80 for nothing? Like, like... I, I, tell me I get DLC access or I, it baffles me baffles me that that's even like happening right now I went on I, the, the website both Amazon and GameStop the deluxe editions are there but has absolutely no information great um, that's kind of a huge bummer I, it's, it's a total EA move like it's like you went from yeah. EA you looked like you were redeeming yourself with this game as a whole and now you're finding out oh there's an $80 game with absolutely zero difference from the $60 game as of right now like come on get your heads out of your ass um, so that's it I just wanted to say that and I'm gonna I actually had good news for Jedi Fallen Order um, <laughs> if you pre-order it now you will get a $15 Fandango voucher which is super cool. Like, uh, basically, you'll get a free ticket to go see Star Wars, right? Like, that's the way yeah. I'm looking at it. Um, right. 
And the offer is on GameStop.com right now, so if you go there, you'll see it. However, I think this might work for any website. I'm not sure. The Fandango ad says the website isn't active until November 14th, so I don't know. But definitely something through GameStop, maybe something through other websites as well. But that's cool. You get $15 for getting... So, like, if you go... So, if I get the regular edition, which I will, I... You can think to yourself, oh, you get $15 off the game because you're going to go see Star Wars anyway. You can think, oh, I got my Star Wars ticket, whatever. I think that's cool. Um, and then additionally, on Amazon, the following games pre-ordered now will get for $50. So $10 off. That's The Avengers, Cyberpunk 2077, and Jedi Ooh. Fallen Order. So those nice. are all right now $50 on Amazon. So check them out pretty, if you're interested. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's not like bad, that. right? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good deal. I'm, yeah, it, it's tough. It's definitely in 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 these trying times. Um, it's always in, it's important to save as much money as you can, and it's one of the things where I try to support the games I, I like and that I think I'll like. <laughs> shit. Yeah, uh, well, shit. Don't worry, I'll edit it out. <laughs> That's thank you. <laughs> I should have said something, but it just immediately just nose explosion <laughs> happening into the mic. Um, that like snuck up. That like snuck up on me too. It just happened. It was just like like no warning. It was like a ninja. It's like whoosh. Um, Get ready to sneeze, bitch. <laughs> so it was scorpion. Yeah, he's in, in my head. He just whoosh, like punched my brain. And just <laughs> made me sneeze. Yeah. Well, now I have to keep this in. <laughs> this whole thing. I don't mind. Yeah. If, if it, it's like out of context, but it like right like right before the actual episode, like. Uh, It'll be in the description. <laughs> Sneeze at so and so timestamp. <laughs> in case anyone wants to skip the sneeze. <laughs> yeah, if, if anyone, don't worry. If anyone's scared or uh, you're frightened by sneezes, I have very loud sneezes, so I had to apologize. It's just something I to make sure we're able to address. Uh, I cut in right before. Uh, warning. This is the one minute warning before the Brandon sneeze, and it'll make you crappy pants. <laughs> if you're listening to the headphones, we, we apologize. Uh, honestly, it's one of those things where uh, I want to make like like a remix of my sneeze that just made like choom, 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 what were we even talking about? I don't. <laughs> uh, video games that are fifty dollars on Amazon. It's a great deal. Right. Uh, just uh, you know, it's just cool. Like if Good if deal. you have if you're pre like I I fully say that you know I get used games all the time. I'm not bashing used games yeah. at all. But if you can get a new game to support the actual developer, that's great. And so like Jedi Fallen Order, that's one I'll probably get. But like it's nice to know that on Amazon, it's only fifty dollars. So right, take take advantage of those things. Um, it's it's important yeah like uh especially for a lot of people to to make sure you can save as much money as you can let's face it like it's 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 difficult time for everyone right now no one's really flown in cash uh and especially um it's a good way to kind of talk a little bit about what gamestop kind of it's kind of hurting right now i don't know how much going to go on for i would say i think gamestop is kind of on its on its last legs do you think it has a i think it's got at least i, I would say like two years i'm gonna say oof it's gonna sound rough i'm gonna say six months no there's no way they just cut i mean as terrible as this is they just cut all that game informer stuff so that's gonna give them at yeah. least a year i think 
No, I'm going to say it's the end <laughs> no, of the holiday no, season. No, you're wrong. No, I was like, no, no, Zach, listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will burn this podcast to the ground uh, on this disagreement. Um, but I, I think, like, through the holiday season, it's going to sound depressing. So we're going to get through the holiday season. Then the shareholders are probably going to liquidate the company for as much as they can get and just kind of fall for bankruptcy. Huh, maybe. That's why I'm pre-ordering on Amazon. Good point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's but, terrible. That's terrible. I love GameStop, but yeah. But yeah, I think um, it's important to think about. I think with GameStop, it was definitely as much like I know it. it, it it's definitely. It always makes me laugh, but there, there's always all, all those jokes where people will have like a picture of, of like a hundred games, and it'll be like GameStop clerk will be like. I'll give you like six fifty for them. Uh, it's good. It's a good exaggeration, and it's funny. But there's, I think it's also an important idea to think about for a lot of people in lower income situations who are like, "Hey, I can only afford maybe like two games a year, and if possible, if I can trade in a few games each time and get something for like a little bit off, it's worthwhile." And it's absolutely. I mean, I still do that. Yeah, and it's it's something I am a little worried about going forward, not having that potential and those opportunities for people like that, especially for for like people who are younger, like teenagers. May like they have a part time job, they're getting a little bit of money, but not too much. It's really difficult to like to have that um, ha- have those chances. So I think I hope we can get uh, some alternative to just buying like full price games and. Uh, so, uh, today there was a Nintendo Direct. Today, September 4th, 2019, and we planned our podcast before I knew that Direct was happening. So, <laughs> kind of cool that just happened. Uh, we're gonna go over the highlights, in my opinion. I don't know, it was a cool Direct. There's some very cool things, but I think overall it was just kind of a reminder of holiday news that has already been announced, which is totally fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um... Big, big ticket items. First, Overwatch coming to the Switch October 15th. That's right. cool. I don't care for Overwatch, but that's really good news for people that like it because uh, it's a huge, huge fan base. And if that fan base has a Switch and they want to take that game mobile, I, oh, that those copies will sell off the shelves in minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's going to be like a... That system's going to be on fire mm-hmm. this holiday season. I feel like that's a that is such a it makes so much sense to have a game like that on that system, especially yeah. for considering like, so I, I've tried to get into Overwatch several times. I just, I can't really get a hang of it. It just, it doesn't. I'm not it's, a team player. That's my issue. That's actually a big thing too. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lone wolf when it, when it comes yep. to, uh, to shooters, especially, uh, this little game, this like really indie game. I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, Titanfall two. I'm, uh, it's really good. Um, yeah. No, we didn't play. talk about uh, it. No. <laughs> never played it before. Yeah, never even heard of it. Um, no, the way I play that is very much like I... I <laughs> there's... This is going to sound like I'm bragging, but I've gotten like friend requests from people after I've I've played matches with them, and I'm like, no. Nah, that is I'm the good. best feeling. I, I haven't... I'll tell you what, man. 
I think the last time that happened to me was after like was 360 days like on call. I don't oh, I don't know which Halo or Call of Duty it was, but like yeah, that is that is the best. Good for you. I I have not had Thank Titanfall you. two requests. That's for sure. I am a loser. I no, it, it was it was just one of those things where it's just like and it was mostly because like the way I play, especially Titanfall two, is that like I keep track of the map, so I know this isn't like super in-depth or like in uh for but it's just like the way i play it is that i like to especially for call of duty when i used to play it it was very much like i'm gonna run straight down the middle of this map right to where the enemies are and i would die 90 percent of the time no and it's like yeah you, you I why you didn't that work? work yeah you one of these days uh basically i would i would say that every time i die i'd be like all right this is the time i'm gonna get it um Basically, what I learned how to do in, in Titanfall Two is that, like, wherever where, wherever everyone else was going, I would then flank to the other side, and I would just come up behind the other team, and I would just waste them. And it was like the best feeling in the world, yes. where they they'd be focused on everyone else, and I would just be like, "What's up?" <laughs> and just like fucking, yeah, just take them all out like one by one, pretty quickly too. And it was such a good feeling of just like. It really turns the tide too, where it's just like, all right, they think they're good. Oh, I'm just gonna roll up on them real quick. Sorry, guys, gonna just run up on you, uh, roll fast, get a murky wall, and get a titan. So. It's so good, and that's yeah. what I, I agree, man. That's what like those uh, Overwatch just isn't for me. It's what it comes down to. It's yeah. It's I'd just, rather uh, like I, like in in Titanfall two or even your classic Call of Duty, like your quote unquote teams. You don't have, you, you don't need to do teamwork. It's just go right. out there and make points you know overwatch yeah. really is like you know and and this is we'll talk about we're gonna get into it but the same issue with overwatch is what i have with well overwatch has different gameplay as well but the same issue i have with overwatch regarding team is still my issue with apex legends is that if you right. go into apex legends and you're not being a team player you you're gonna die you're gonna die yeah you're um, gonna you're just gonna die you're it's dead just how, it's just how it is and like I wish I could, get, I could get into Overwatch. It seems a lot of fun. If I like, if I had people play with on Switch, maybe that would, that, that might change things. Um, if we if we, if we if we could get a squad, if we get a caffeine, uh, caffeine a caffeinated squad up, that could work. Yeah, um, I know. Could when, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it just was the system. Maybe and we'll change. Yeah. Flip the switch. Yeah. Um, but in in a lot of ways, I think like. Overwatch on Switch makes so much sense considering, like, Overwatch, I, what I respect about Overwatch is that it's very much, and this is going to sound like an insult, like, it's a PG-13 shooter. It totally is. Yeah, yeah, and it feel it feels right at home. This would be, it's like a weird comparison. Uh, it, it almost should be an anime that I watch on Toonami. Uh, when it's... Yeah. So the next thing for the Nintendo Direct was Luigi's Mansion, and the only reason I bring it up is because it just looks amazing, and I want it more now. Like, I want like, to touch a Gooigi. It's so it looks so much fun. So it so looks amazing. Luigi's Mansion Three and Pokemon Sword and Shield were both at the Direct, um, and I don't think either of them showed crazy like new stuff. It's just the fact that they're both coming out this fall again. Like I said, a lot of holiday hype. Um, and I'm very much still 
excited for Pokemon, and that was on my list. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 was on Brandon's list. But I gotta say, after watching it just again, like, Luigi's yeah. Mansion 3 just looks so much fun. And the whole hotel design, and the fact that you're oh, climbing so every level. Like, I just, it looks like a great Switch edition. It's basically it, what it comes out. It looks so cute and fun, and like, like, like. Right? Yeah. It, it looks like a cartoon Ghostbusters, and I love it. It looks so cute. I'm glad it's coming out on Halloween, especially. Mm-hmm. That's such a good release for it. It's like, yeah, it's like the perfect time for it. It's like a good, like spooky, but not too like, not trying to be scary. It's like a good fun, uh, like Scooby Doo kind of horror. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna do uh, this like, yeah, it's kind of just like in that realm of you're not scared, but it's just like you you get that vibe that's kind of eerie and creepy. Yeah, if, if it's, just, I, it's fantastic. It is. If I have like video game money come November, like or I guess yeah, October thirty first. <laughs> if yeah, I have yeah. video game money come then, I like I am at the point where like just like you said, like I I might walk into GameStop Halloween Day and be like slap the table and be like give me oh, Luigi's Mansion. Awesome. I'm gonna go play yeah. it for like twelve hours till the sun goes down. Like like right? that's the well, thing. I guess I, wish... I guess I'd hope I have a job and I'd be playing until the sun comes up. <laughs> <laughs> It it would be I hope is a weird thing, but I, I would have to play it on Halloween, and then I would have to wait until the next October to play it again because it, yes, it just like, yes. it would feel it feels it feels right for October. Uh, that would up. absolutely be something that I would do too, like a, like a recurring tradition on your Switch, and like yes. it sounds oh my God. so much fun. That'd be amazing. what if they they had like events each Halloween? They would be like, all right, here's the. 2020 Halloween event for Luigi's Mansion. I mean, I gotta say, perfect segue into the next thing, but Nintendo's been killing it with DLCs extending the life of games. And uh, if they want to do that with Luigi Mansion 3, whether they put another hotel, they keep adding levels, I don't know the game, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'd love it. Um, Yeah. But yeah, and then, so so I'm just gonna roll right into that, because we're gonna go right into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, that was one of the absolute highlights, obviously. And, and you know, Hell, as it yes. should be. Um, so, Banjo and Kazooie was announced at E3. Little did we know the DLC for it dropped today. So, if you didn't know that and you have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on your Switch, go get Banjo and Kazooie because it's a great addition to your cast. Uh, I, I can't believe they were just like, and it's out now. It's right now. Just just go play it right now. And then after yeah. the Direct was over, the creator of Super Smash Brothers stayed on to play it and was like, this is how you play as Banjo and Kazooie. That, that was, I'm so glad. Like, that he was seems so like, cool. He's so genuine with it. And like, it's, it's, it's really cool to have a director be so involved with that too, to kind of show you like, all right, here's some, some tips and tricks for how to control this character because He's never been in a Super Smash Brothers before. And God knows I need it for Super Smash Brothers of all games. <laughs> so, cuz I am the button mashing, I was going to say king, but terrible at it. So, <laughs> your standard stooge of button mashing. <laughs> I I love Banjo, especially. He's great. It's Just such like, a we've talked uh-huh. about. He's such a perfect addition to this cast. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I um mean, even going back to E3, their announcement trailer for him was yeah amazing that was like one oh my of the, my favorite things i've ever that was seen absolutely one of the greatest little <laughs> announcements trailers whatever like that the animation yeah. using the donkey kong uh 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's the? What's the? I was gonna say Killer Croc, but that's not right. Uh, <laughs> I wish he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. If he had a, a skin for that. Um, King K. Uh, King K. Roll. King K. Roll. His announcement trailer was great, and then them using that to bring Banjo Kazooie. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was. It was so fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I still need to get an. I still need to get my Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, but I gotta say, like, I'm totally like when I finally get it, I think I am just gonna buy the game with all DLC. Like the DLC has been right. so cool. Um, but yeah, so go play Banjo Kazooie right now. Uh, yeah. they also announced the fourth character for the five character DLC pack, and that was Terry from Fatal Fury. Don't know him. I don't know who he is either. I, I was actually pretty. Off. We we had a we had a solid like I was a little rumor lineup last time. A little down, yeah. And I think we were getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. His his announcement, I was like, "Who the f- is this guy?" It was. <laughs> I was expecting at least to recognize him, be like, "Oh yeah, that guy from something." No, but I was like, mm, I was like, "Is that?" Is it Ken from Street Fighter? And then it kept going, and I was I, like, I thought it was Street Fighter at first too. And Brandon, because yeah. I don't know Street Fighter that well, so like when right. they finally announced, "Oh, it's Terry's come to battle," and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, is Terry Street Fighter?" Like I, they they didn't say the name of the game he was from, and then eventually yeah. they were finally like Terry from Fatal Fury. And I'm like, I I am so lost. It, it was there was like two. Yeah, it was definitely it was, it was like Terry. I was like, cool. Uh, Streets of Rage. <laughs> I I will say though, they did announce DLC that was brand new that blew my mind that has me super pumped. Yes, and the announcement of there are more characters in development, which is great to hear. Well, I'm glad that that was great to hear too. That was awesome because I'm glad it's like a whole like a whole other pack. Yeah, well. second they didn't they just said a new pack. I think I was the exact I think what you yeah. said pack. So I'm just assuming a second. DLC like a, a like you know two season pass kind of thing. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, I'm just. Do you think it'll be they... another five characters? Yeah, I'm gonna say five. Um, I'm hoping twenty. Just keep going. Just keep making as many as they want. What if they double it every uh, time? So the second pack will be ten. Ooh. So you'll have fifteen go... DLC characters. That would be pretty cool. That'd be sweet. I can see them doing that too. Like, like, I'm just saying, if they don't announce Darth Maul, I'm just gonna screw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I am standing with. I am still standing with. I think. What are you Master Chief is is number five. Oh, I can see that. I I want it so badly. Ooh, it's got uh, to be number five because we still I, remember we still have a fifth for this first pack. We still have at least yeah. one more confirmed coming. Someone mentioned something. Do you want to hear the rumor of what number five would be? I should, yeah, that's what we're all about. Shoot it. So there's a strong rumor it's Tracer from Overwatch. That would make so much sense because they just announced That's Overwatch. Yeah, I I am totally I okay with it. that. I'm totally, yeah. totally. That would be great. That would be a great. That would be a good addition. That would be a like. That would be a good addition. I would be totally yeah. for it. Yep. It's funny because I actually I love not Tracer. Not better at all. Like, it's fine. No, great. Yeah, it's fine. No. It's like yeah, like she's one of my favorite characters from Overwatch. So it just kind of works out. Like, is she is she the one with the robot or is she the other girl? She's the one. Um, 
she's on the cover. She is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The co- yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like so. I'm really curious what they're gonna do next with like, especially the DLC pack. I'm just saying, Goku. Fingers crossed. It's now. Hold on. We we talked about that before, and I forget if I asked <laughs> this question. Is yeah. there a Dragon Ball Z game on Switch? There is. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is like the fighting game, then and then I think he's got think... a fighting chance. Anyway, this is the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, with pun intended, that he has a fighting chance. Um, Edits out. No, uh, I no. <laughs> you're just gonna make this make, make a remix out of that. Yeah, Goku has a fighting chance. Ch- 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 <laughs> I I am. I think I think it's totally possible. I think I think like I. I forget why we said Master Chief before. It totally we had reason behind Master Chiefs. Like, there, were, there was like, um, was it Game Pass is gonna be on Switch, and it was like the Microsoft thing. And yeah, the rumors. Microsoft Nintendo merge thing. Yes, I, I really yes. want. Man, I want Halo on on Switch that just because be I want to play. I want to play old Halo game, I old Halo multiplayer. So happy again. Yeah. Uh, uh another another little tidbit. We got we we still got a good amount of news to go through and Halo will be coming oh back, folks. Just saying that now. Ooh. Uh but yes, and so the last so to go back to what was confirmed in the direct today because uh we we got we, we did a bunch of anticipation at the E3 one. Maybe we'll do another one coming up. But yeah. Uh my favorite thing about Smash Brothers, which people were upset about this and I am like, "No, I think this is perfect." Was they announced me character costumes that for the me character uh, Smash Brothers character, and one of them is Sans from Undertale, right? And right, I, I I'm that 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 blew me away. I'm all for that. <laughs> he looks great. He looks so cool. And I I'm sorry, I totally forget who the guy's name is. The guy that does uh, Smash Brothers, who was the one that stayed on the direct. He was like, "Oh yeah, like oh, he he came over to my house and we talked about Sans coming to Smash and like how he would be and all this stuff." And like, I just I think people are upset because he didn't get his own technical character or whatever. But it's an original design, and it's yeah. I and it comes with a original soundtrack. So I, like, it's that's almost, amazing. It's really cool. I'm very excited. Like, that's another like. I'll tell you what, like Smash Brothers would have all my money DLC wise if I had it. Like that's right. I would absolutely yeah. and that was another thing that's out now. So you can get Sans on your Super Smash Brothers Switch game now, right now, and oh, wow. he's only seventy five cents, I think was what they said. That's Go get it. Really Go cool. It. Yeah, that's amazing. I I know a lot of people who love Undertale and it's really cool having it. Like it's it's super cool that we we have like a living game with this version of smash brothers where they can keep updating it and keep doing more crazier stuff and it's a good market where we can see like all right um here's the market for sands and what can we do next like what what weirder stuff we can do and it's you know it opens up the possibilities for all different kinds of like ideas and characters like james bond put them in there new movies coming out only if it's the nintendo 64 golden eye version oh my god He's all blocky and like. <laughs> How know, funny like, would that be? Shush, 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 shush. Yeah, <laughs> just his, just his soundtrack. Like, da 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 dum, bow bow, 
Yeah, just the golden eye soundtrack just rolls Which into it. Is hands down like like that's that's like the origin of good shooters, right? Like, come on. Oh yeah, that is yeah. Like I would say Between that and Doom of the of the modern shooter. Yeah, it's like I feel like in terms of multiplayer modern shooter, it's like Golden Eye. Yeah, because that was the that is the first shooter I remember album. playing with other people because you had four people playing on an N sixty four. Right, and it was like the first shooter that really made for uh fights that would start out of the game as well like a lot of <laughs> punching each other uh and kind of like say like a lot of screen peeking uh i'm i i think it is out of the oh that was that was sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but just a comment on that that is absolutely i'm i'm if if any family like cousin ever listens to this <laughs> Um, hands down, I screen peeked every time we played Goldeneye. Every single son of a gun time. I was trying to figure out how, what's every the... Uh, I think it's the term where it's like enough time has passed for a crime that you can admit to it. Right, yeah. But yeah, that's how it is. It's like, yeah, I... I did it That's a lot. so funny you say that because absolutely... And, and like, I remember like Halo playing multiplayer halo and i feel like it's hilarious thinking about it with halo because like i don't want to say that's like a mature game even though yeah technically right. but i remember playing halo and be like nah i'm too good to screen peek in halo yeah. but golden eye <laughs> absolutely i was yeah. straight up looking at your screen cousins every single time he's calling you out all his ex cousins <laughs> i mean i'm really calling myself out but i'm just letting all you know and absolutely just like you said like it's definitely at the point where it's like um is, has enough time passed i don't i don't think anyone owns the actual n64 we played on anymore so i feel like that's justifying it that's okay that happens all over again if, if someone pulled out the n64 at thanksgiving i might cry laughing like <laughs> like i can't handle it you you should you should just show up with it and just like not say a word and just like just drop it on the table. Be like, we're about to go. Onto the turkey. Yeah, just like... <laughs> and spoiler alert, I'm going to play old school and screen peek right now. <laughs> just letting you know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I wonder if like there's a way you could do... Uh, do you remember the mode, the mode in Halo? It's called like Juggernaut. Where like one person was super powerful. And yes. everyone else had to, had to try and stop him. Yeah. Or if there's a way you could do that with Goldeneye, where, like, one person has, like, a really effective weapon and everyone else can screen peek, so they know where they're coming, and, like, he could do it, something like that. So it's, like, you can screen peek if you're one of the lesser, um, lesser people, but if you're, like, the one, you, you, use, you can use, like, a better weapon, but you can't screen peek. Absolutely. I've heard stories of people using cardboard, to kind of like separate out the TV. What? That's yeah, so insane. Th- um, I was listening on on, on, on on another. They were talking about how they would uh, they would do like they would either do like the sectional that, that would go across, or they would do like if there was four four people, they would do like almost like a plus sign with cardboard, so each person would have to like get in your own cardboard zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah to like look at your your corner to see like what was going on. Into, like, I mean, sure uh, hey, I just said I was screen peeking every time, so I guess yeah. I can't judge because. So yeah, that's like yeah, that's uh, that's they're trying to get you. They're trying to stop you from committing your crimes. <laughs> the crimes of Zachary. Yeah, that's the uh, my screenplay. I wish, I wish people could see our Discord sometimes. 
but they <laughs> Did never you just look at it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, man, I didn't think that was a. I thought that joke was okay, but um, our Discord is precious, and and you never know. Maybe one day people. But no, this is that was. I was precious. gonna say. The the message you type right before mine cracked me up really hard because I could tell how frustrated you were. Yes, yeah, yeah. that was. It's this like, not been the most uh, uh, audio efficient episode. Is the best way to put it. Um, but it's all good. We're all good, right, Brand? But the strain keeps rolling. Yeah. So, uh, actually, speaking of shooters, because I I even mentioned this a little bit as a as another old school one. Uh, Doom 64 is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That was also in the right. Direct. It's coming November 22nd. That's cool. Uh, I thought it was really cool at the moment because I thought that was the first Doom game coming to the Switch. Then I remembered that Doom 2016 is actually already on the Switch. So, still, very cool thing to have. Just another Doom. I think it's it's really cool. I've never played that. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what it's like that's one of my favorite things about the switch is it's such a good combination it, it, it's this is something the wii u did very well but so many people didn't have wii u's they didn't know this was that the switch and wii u are very good at having modern games and nostalgia games that you can get a hold of um right and like this is just a perfect example like you can literally play the new doom or doom 64 on your switch but yeah, excited to play. If I play it, not sure. Not sure. I'll be honest. I yeah, do plan on playing Doom. Was Doom sixty four? Maybe hard. Maybe not. A, not a no. Hard. Maybe. That's the thing. Is is Doom Eternal? Uh, is that coming out before or after Doom sixty four? Uh, well, because I'm a wizard who knows everything, Doom Eternal <laughs> is coming you just, out. You just snap your fingers, and you know. Actually, like, that's something yeah. I should have realized. It's coming out the same day. So that's pretty cool. Oh, huh. So that was definitely Bethesda's way of being uh, having something ready for Nintendo. Because Doom Eternal is not coming to the Switch. Um, Wait, it isn't? Uh-uh. I thought it was. I will. I was wrong. I'm totally wrong. I'm a liar. <laughs> um, You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Zachary. I'm a... No, because I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> i tried to be a wizard that was good though um nope totally it's coming to google stadia windows switch ps4 xbox one so it's just a bonus cool thing that's coming out on the same day for the switch so bonus points for switch doom you can have all you have doom doom eternal and doom 64 that's great i have nothing else to say because i feel like i'm digging my own hole right now um it's t- i would say People should probably play Doom 2 and Doom 3 and then Doom 4 to 63 uh, before you play Doom 64. There's a lot of stuff you miss. You I think that was the perfect uh, order. I think that's correct, yes. Yeah, you know, I think... Um, that is my professional video game missed opinion. Yeah, I think there, there there's... Uh, might be some tough ones in there. There's like Doom, the crimes of... of, of, of Grindelwald. Uh, there's uh, Doom... Uh, sleep is in Seattle. Uh, Doom, you've got mail. Uh, Doom, uh, what what I don't. I just thought it was, <laughs> ever since I, 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 I said the crimes of Zachary. That's all I can think of. For some reason, I've never seen that movie. I uh, haven't either, I, I and I, I know it's not that great from what people said. But like, as a Harry <laughs> Potter fan, I, it's a sin that I haven't seen that yet. Like, it makes me real bummed. I, uh. 
shout out to Ryan. His exact reveal was, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll pare it down to what he described the movie as was incomprehensible. <laughs> That's all he said uh, it was. He was like, was he a Harry, is he a Harry Potter fan? Oh yeah, he's he's a. Oh, he's that's a even worse. That's even worse. If a fan well, yeah. says that, yeah, like yeah, yeah, we like yeah, like we like the movies, and I I watched the first ten minutes of the the other Fantastic Beasts movie, and I, I like the um the Sniffler, like the little yeah, like the mole, I was eating, eating the money. I was like, I like that guy, and then I stopped it to get something to drink, and I think I just never watched the rest of it. I really like the first one. I really like uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like that one. Like, a lot. I think it's a great prequel movie on its own. And that's yeah. why, like, I didn't... I, I guess that... I, I don't know. I don't remember what came out when Crimes of Grindelwald was out. Like, why I didn't actually see it. I think it um, was the end of... 20... Uh, was it the end, end of 2018? Oh, god rolling what are you doing well i'm a wizard you know it's supposed to be five movies i just saw this yeah so originally it was was gonna be a trilogy see so that's the that's the thing i think the issue is they didn't plan far enough ahead like i think she's writing it as she goes i don't know i'm not a i'm not a wizard or am i you don't know Uh um (laughs) (laughs) but i i i that's not good uh, she, hopefully she's getting the whole thing together right now rather than because it yeah. got delayed so we'll see um but yeah i i like to, to wrap this harry potter segment of the video game podcast up real quick um i i really like fantastic beasts and where to find them the first one and right. it ends very well that part that sets okay. it up as a good prequel on its own so even right. if the next four movies are bad and that sucks, I'm totally content with pretending the other four don't exist and it's just the Harry Potter movies and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's good. Cool. Did you ever read uh, The Cursed Child? Yes. Yes, I did. I never. I kept meaning to and I just kind of forgot. It's good. Should I read it? No. <laughs> the reason being well actually i take that back because you like literature and shit I so do. you would appreciate it more i do those those book things you yeah. do it's it's a that's the thing that sucks is it's a screenplay it's not a book um isn't a um it was like a stage play it was yeah like written for that like yeah i'm mm, i'm not yeah i think that's the thing i forgot that was that was like a big thing that i was like uh, between me and you, I don't like reading stage plays. They oh, are... I don't think any like I don't. Yeah. I it was the only one I've ever I gonna, read. And I was gonna say I was terrible. like, if I if I don't, I don't know how everyone else is gonna fare with it. Um, that's, like so so going off of that, that's the issue. Like it's it's a good story. Like I'm not denying that at all. It it is good. It's a good story. Yeah. Um, but it's the book itself is just a screenplay, and it's hard to read. So. I assume it's going to be a movie at one point, or hopefully she adapts it into an actual book. So I say just wait. I, I remember hearing that, but like she wanted to do that. I don't know if she's going to. The rumor, like I, she, I, she said something that rumored, like it spun into a web of everyone was like, oh, that's her saying she plans on having a book within the next year or so, and that right. was a while ago at this point. So, do you read Artemis Fowl? No. I know there's a movie coming out. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. So I read those when I was a kid. 
I'm gonna try to finish the series because uh, they they went on longer. I was like a little. It was like it started just when I was getting out of that age group. Like it started when I was like 12 or so. Mm-hmm. And it was gonna start in like, and it was, and it's like an eight book series. Um, I read most. I read like five or so. Uh, but like the fifth one was like around late high school. Like I was getting into college, but and in, in, in not in a bad way. Not not like I, I try to know that. Had books like that because um, they're really good. They're like amazing, and I really want to finish them. I uh, just I didn't get a chance to. Um, and with the movie coming out, I really want to like actually get back into it because it was like because I I, for, I forgot because I was like oh maybe maybe that last one I read was the ending because it felt like it, and then it was like nope, there's three more books after that. I'm like, damn, okay, I'll get on that. <laughs> Got to read those. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. yeah, I know nothing about it, but that's cool that uh, you know. You're looking. That's your Harry Potter. Yeah, that's my Harry Potter. Yeah, because there was a bunch. Mostly because you didn't was, read was... Harry Potter, right? Like you, I know you're a fan of the movies, but I, I read them. Oh shit! Well, f- me, I guess. I know. <laughs> no, I. Uh, no, I. <laughs> I, <laughs> I. It took me longer to read to get to them because so when I was a kid, my, my mom would read them to me, um, and I had a weird. I had like a thing where. I didn't want to read them by myself at a certain point, but I was getting too old to like have people read to me when I before I went to bed. So I had I had like a weird like I didn't want to read them. I I actually didn't read Half Blood Prince until like a few months before the Deathly Hallows came out. Um, which I don't know why. Like I think I just, I just had a weird thing about like I didn't know if I would enjoy them as much on my own. Uh, so I, I didn't read it until like two months before Deathly Hallows came out, which worked out great for me because the, the wait for me was like a few weeks <laughs> until Deathly Hallows came out. Everyone else was like a two years or something. And I was like, hmm, sorry, yeah, I don't remember. I remember it. I, I, I'm weird I, as hell. Yeah. I, I, I was just talking about this to someone. I used to go to the Harry Potter book they used to do the midnight book releases, just right. like a yeah. video game or a movie. Now, like, I don't, I've never heard of another book series doing that. I'm sure there are, but that's what, like, I used to go to the midnight release of books. Yeah. No, uh, um, my mom, my brother, they went to the last one at the Kmart in Pottstown. Um, well, uh, like by us. And I, I've, I've plenty of friends who, who, who did that. I know, like, um, I don't want. Uh, it's funny. I remember seeing the movie, the movie Boyhood, with my friend, and sh- she had mentioned there's a scene where they actually go to like the midnight launch for one of the Harry Potter books, and she was like, "Yeah, that was one of the things that like she had done," and it was like a very specific to our generation kind of thing, where yeah. it's like there hadn't really been like an event like that for books before, so it was really cool having that very specific thing happen, especially in that movie to really show that it's like oh that's a really cool time capsule where it's like yeah this was a big thing for people that age yeah absolutely i'll never forget them they were so much fun yeah i i went to the midnight release for avengers versus x-men number one that's what i went to yeah really yeah they had one uh that was 2000 2012 20 i was gonna say 12 2011 11 it was like our graduating year of high school. Yeah, yeah, because I was at Penn State. 
by the time it came yeah. out, I think. Because I think it was summer. It was a summer comic, and I was there. Yeah, and it was like, it yep. went for like a long time, and it was, yep. it was like 12 issues. God, no, 12 issues. Uh, yeah, that, that was, talk, it was, talk about it was, yeah, it had a lot of. Parts of it. it parts were really good. I, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, actually, I read it again recently. Holds up way better than you'd expect. Okay. I would be interested in rereading that because I don't actually know if I finished it. I remember reading it and being like, I'm good. (laughs) I think you would really like it. Uh, (laughs) There's there's one part in particular I really like is that how they basically kind of switch positions for X-Men and Avengers where it's like Avengers, I feel like, has always been a team that's been on top. They have their mansion. They have all these resources. They've they've always been like, all right, we're good. We don't need to do anything to kind of worry about. X-Men has always been a team that's been in fear and kind of like sure. been kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, like on the run. Mm-hmm. In a really cool way, they kind of they switch that where like the X-Men are the ones in power and Avengers are the ones who are kind of on the run. And there's a scene I'll pitch to you basically that at one point they're in the mystical city. Mm-hmm of Kunlun with Iron Fist and Tony Stark is like he's pouring over uh, ancient texts to figure out if there's anything they, they can do to, to, to get some answers and it's a, such a cool moment to have like Tony Stark is looking through magic tech like magic textbooks to see if there's anything that can help them and it's a great way of kind of like the Avengers are the one who, the Avengers are the one who are down and out this time instead that's pretty cool. Uh, it's good. I then issue eleven. I keep looking for because it's one of my favorite issues of comics. I think it's incredible. Well, I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, get the hardcover or maybe it's on sale. You can get. Uh, you can. I'll tell you what, man. My Kindle, yeah, my Comicsology account is gonna flood with comics. It's like thick. I, yeah, I I am just like I. It's crazy because it's funny because like at first it's just Venom stuff, right? And right. after this last haul where I got Star Wars and Thanos and Venom, and I'm like I'm like this is just this is limitless, and this it's is amazing, exactly what it? I love yeah. about it. It's just there's just you could just have everything on this little device. It's great, and you're it's supporting great. the company still. You're supporting them, so you can't can't yell at me. <laughs> I will say you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes it sound like as soon as the podcast ends, I'm just like, it's it, it it's like I'm, I'm verbally taking off my belt and like hitting you. <laughs> the what did you say on that podcast, boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at look at uh, look at look at science boy over here talking about his <laughs> his digital comics. Too good for you. Too good for for paper and ink. Oh boy. No, Daddy. I just, I just think it looks better good. on the Kindle. I swear, I can't remember what that's from. That's um, uh, is that in um? Oh, it's School of Rock. Wait, that's when the principal is yelling at the little girl. Oh my god! Yeah, and then she's oh like, she's like, don't cry so much. Do you he need a hug, and she's like, yeah, I'll be good. I swear. The way, the way she says it too, where she's like, do you want a hug? It just Do you want a hug? So sharp. It's so sharp and like she's so good in that. God oh, damn yeah. it. Like Joan Cusack is like God tier in that movie. It's A plus. Underrated performance in that movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Welcome back to the School of Rockcast. So uh, yeah, that was let me let me just make sure, yes, that was the Doom conversation. <laughs> oh my god. That was the Doom conversation. Uh, 
So how do we get you know Harry what? Po- oh yeah, yeah. That's all how right, we got all right, there. All right. Yeah. I, I was gonna move on. I was gonna Back ignore this, but I am gonna bring it up because I just don't get it or care, and it's not my thing. But hey, I know people do, and I. Oh, yeah. you're gonna bring it up here now? Yeah, because I'm sure you just love. Just to go through the drive-through. Doesn't mean you have to bring it I'm up here. Not, not doing the fast food conversation. <laughs> not doing the fast food conversation. We'll take that to hide and go seek if you have one. If you want to have this fight, we have to have a crossover. I'll see you. I'll see you in court. I'll see you in podcast court. See you, yeah. see you in small claims court. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. The last thing that I thought was worth noting for the Nintendo Direct was the absolute last game shown was Xenoblade Chronicles the Definitive Edition, which will come out next year. They didn't say when. Right. They just said it'll come out next year. Um, I was very confused because, A, I thought Xenoblade Chronicles was already on the Switch. Um, right. Yeah, me too. So I looked it up. It, it shows how much I don't know about right. Xenoblade in general as a thing. It, you, you could show me any character from Xenoblade... And be like, this is from, like, yeah, like, you, you you take a character from Xenoblade, take a character from any anime, hold them up, being like, which one's from which? And I'm gonna, I'll just be completely blank face. Like, I have no idea. They all look the same. All I these swear spooky you, boys. Brandon, boys. I swear, I swear if I show you a picture of Sora <laughs> and you don't say Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> I'm going to smack you upside your head. Listen, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just it's saying. It's the only one you have to know because of how much I talk about it. That's it. I'm just, I'm just saying all these spiky boy, like yeah. all these spiky haired boys, they kind of look the same. They me? all look I exactly mean, the same. You're not wrong. You're I not mean, wrong You're not way. supposed to say that in 2019. It's not very politically <laughs> correct, but like, I just, when I walk down the street, when I see him, I just kind of have to go to the other side. Well, that's. I just don't know how to react. This joke is perfect because that's one of the things, right? Like, so in the trailer for this this Xenoblade Chronicles game, it showed a character, right? And I remember it showed that character, and immediately right. I was like, I should know who that is if I care about this game, and I didn't, and I don't. So there you go. <laughs> um, I did look it up, and like, so so the game that's on Switch now is Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which I know is supposed to be one of the top Switch games, like seriously. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, apparently, like. So the first one, I'm assuming, is what this remake is that's coming out next year. Based off of Twitter, I, I follow a lot of Switch players, and a lot of t- people on Twitter are very excited. So there you go. You guys, take it, be happy. But I just, right. absolutely not for me. Uh, it, maybe I play it and I like it, but like, <laughs> it was just, it was literally, they showed the blonde, spiky-haired boy, and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. This is, <laughs> I don't care. Right. Um, if you listen very closely, you can hear the sound of me falling asleep as I was watching. I was like, mm. just like, oh, it's one of these. Uh, mostly when when they there was another one where they were t- I, title, but they were like, they were like uh, the definitive RPG classic, and I'm like, just mm. like kind of like just. Like, I, I, I th- th- well, that's what like I I tried to I tried to do the highlighted things from the direct. There was a lot of other games announced that weren't announced. They were just like. Again, hey, remember, these are coming. And there was at least two other JRPGs. Um, Tales of something. No. Right. Tales. No, not Tales. Tales is the other games. I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually know. There was definitely (laughs) two other JRPGs. They all look the same. You just said exactly. They were like, oh, the remaster of the classic or the definitive of the. And it's like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm playing. (laughs) I'm playing edition one Chrono Trigger on my PC and it's fine. So, you know what? It's fine. Right. Um, 
so yeah, I think it's fine, and that's great. And we're gonna move on because if uh, I will say, I'm oh, sorry, I will say about the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, uh, two things I want to mention. Um, Return of the Obra Dinn looks extremely dope. Uh, I never got to play it on the other systems, but it looks extremely my jam because it's like basically the idea is like you're investigating a a ship that has returned after after four years from being missing but you're not like a paranormal investigator or like a like a cop or anything like that it's like an 1800s uh you're like an an insurance investigator so you're basically you're investigating to 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 show the insurance company to be like all right here's what you you will get money back on here's what you can't because of like accidental damages and stuff but it's all like supernatural stuff where it's like all right this guy got attacked by the by a werewolf but because he was drunk you don't have to worry about that like his family isn't gonna gonna get any money for that um and it's basically in a like it's kind of like a point and click uh, not point and click but it's an investigative game where it's a lot of text and kind of like reading and stuff but it looks really cool uh super interesting if you're curious about that kind of stuff um i think it looks great looks really inventive very different Super cool stuff. Uh, check it out if you like narrative with games and stuff. I gotta say, but... I-, I missed that. And so when I was quickly going recapping through things today, when I was like, I saw that and I was like, I don't know what that is. And I completely skipped over <laughs> it. And I'm looking at it now because I wanted to double check that it was the right thing. And that did look interesting. I just did not put the effort into uh, right. it. It's not very put... different. I would say it's like at, at first glance, when I first saw it, I was like, that game looks not great. And then the more I, the more I looked at it, and the more I saw it in motion, I'm like, that looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's, like really I, cool, I, like, I, it's a very interesting style. I like it. Um, right. I just don't know. And I'll probably look a little more into it. Just so the folks yeah. at home know, um, it is coming to not only Switch but PS4 and Xbox One as well. Right. I think it's on those. Uh, I think it's on those right now. Wait. It's on, it PC on PC right now. Yes. Oh, it's okay. That, that's what I was thinking about. So it's on PC right now, if you, if you can run it, I don't know the graphics requirements for it. Like oh, uh, I, I fail at that. I don't know PC <laughs> constantly. Stuff. So yeah, but, uh, looks really cool. It's a very innovative, different kind of game. Check it out if you can. The other one I want to mention is Deadly Premonition Two, which is a very strange. So I'll explain why I'm excited about this game. Uh, mostly because Deadly Premonition 1 is basically if you you took Twin Peaks, the TV show, and made it into a a game that doesn't control great, oh, but it's a very fun idea where it's like you, you, you it's just this mystery that's in this like small town and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And it doesn't, the gameplay is actively bad and the story isn't great. And like the characters are kind of, you know, uh, kind of thin. But you know what is? But there's also an er- and there's like a, a sincerity to the game, where you can really tell how much they love Twin Peaks. They're just like, we're gonna make the hell out of this game, even if it sucks. And it kind of does, <laughs> but it's kind of awesome at the same time because it's like it's basically it's one of the things where just you kind of you kind of you see through you see through through, through 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 the cracks and you see it like through the bad stuff and you're like, you know what? I can get behind this. Like it's a fun, weird adventure, and I I like what they're going for. So if you like ambition and if you like weird stuff like that, I would say check it out. It's a good uh, Halloween kind of October kind of game. 
and two looks like it's going to improve on the gameplay by being playable at least there you uh, go. I always like the description my friend had described for the driving where the conversation with like describing how the car should work when it's raining basically how he said like conversation when was like how should we have the, con- the, the car control when you're driving the answer was what if it just it doesn't work it just it's complete like it almost doesn't work as a game when when the when it's raining when you're trying to drive in the game but it's amazing super weird very fun very much an ode to twin peaks check it out cool cool maybe i will maybe i will we'll see maybe (laughs) (laughs) i'll definitely look it up that's for sure i will maybe buy it for you i'll just see what you think yeah tease if things work out yeah (laughs) (laughs) um well, that's and that wraps up. That wraps up our Nintendo Direct. Yeah, like I said, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty good. Uh, so going on to the next bit of news, uh, Gears 5. So remember Gears 5 coming out September 10th? Yes. Um, there are several new playable characters that are being added. And the first one we're going to talk <laughs> about... Um, <laughs> not, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Did you know that there are Halo characters that are going to be in Gears 5? Excuse me? Yeah. Halo Reach Spartans, Emily and Cat are going to be Cat. available as playable characters. Oh my god. Got types up then. I I didn't know this. Uh, apparently they're available in the Ultimate Edition. So if you are getting the Ultimate Edition of Gears 5, I don't know what that means. If you're not getting the Ultimate Edition, maybe it'll be paid DLC. But yeah, right. so Halo Reach Spartans that are going to be available and... <laughs> that's great i'm glad that so and so brandon very much knows who those characters are i know brandon i knew you were a huge halo reach fan so i was very excited to see that <laughs> they were reach spartans reason, and yeah. not i thought they were halo 4 or not halo 4 i thought they were halo right. 5 spartans because i know there's other spartans in halo right. 5 um yeah. but then i saw their reach so i was like oh cool like yeah there you go but yeah it's so, very exciting yeah i really like those characters a lot like there's a there's some really good people from that that era of Halo games, I like I like them, and I like the the ODST like look and player or the the, the character for that one. Yes, um, but I'm I'm glad that they that's that's really cool. That's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. Which um going off of that for two seconds to take a step back from Gears. Um, right. Okay. So I'm just checking on Steam. The Halo Collection still does not have a release date on Steam, but I just wanted to go over again the games that are confirmed. The Halo Collection on Steam is going to include Halo 1, 2, right. 3, right. ODST, and Halo nice. 4. So that's sick. I'm so oh. I, I hope my computer can hold that because I really want to play all those games. Yeah. Because it's been way too long. And to throw you what I know you're waiting for, Halo Reach will be added separately as its own oh, thing. Yes. So that's also coming to Steam, just not with the rest of them. And the reason Reach is going to be a little bit better, in my opinion, it's going to be 4K, 60 frames per second. Ooh. Yeah. So they're going all nice. in for Reach. They, uh, I'm just saying, put that on the Switch. Put that on the Switch, Zach. That would be pretty, pretty, pretty great. I would pretty not complain. Good. I, I, I got to tell you what, 
underdog of the Halo series, Halo ODST, I would love. I oh. just can't. I can't wait to play ODST. I loved ODST. Oh, it was such a great. Game. It's fantastic. Um, it's. And I loved man. Reach too. I just. I don't know why this the ODST story just. It's just right there in the back of my head, um, but yeah. So that's some I think cool. ODST has, has like a moody atmosphere to it. It's very like, yes, like like uh like like the soundtrack is kind of like light jazz has like a uh, noir kind of feel to it. Like it's all dark and sad in the city. It's all like smoky and kind of really lonely. It's really different for a Halo game like that. And you play as the rookie. I remember. I yeah, that. yeah. He's he's just kind of like just kind of there, and uh, he has like a, like first day on the job kind of feel to it, which I like a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game, but yeah. So so some cool Halo news. Looking forward to all of that. Can't wait. Wish the Steam thing would get a date <laughs> so I can know if I can play these games or not. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, so. Again, I, I I tweeted this. Gears Five has me pretty hyped, and I've never even played a Gears game. So, really, yeah, yeah, I've never played not a one. Um, wow. What we're gonna talk about now is the playable character that we talked about before coming to Gears Five, and I don't know why I'm like edging this Ooh. on, but that's not true. I do know because. <laughs> uh. The announcement for this character was done by his own Twitter, and I'm going to play the clip for you right now, listeners. It's about time. Dave Batista on his own Twitter dropping the trailer for Dave Batista as a playable character in Gear. Gears Five, it's amazing. That's it's perfect. It was so perfect, and the way in the trailer, and he's like, "It's about time!" Like it was <laughs> so good. Um, and I just love it so much, and especially for him, like, uh, uh, Brandon, I'm, I forget if we've talked about this, but Dave Bautista has been campaigning for years to be in a Gears of War movie. Yes. Um, yeah. He wants to play. I think Marcus is the main guy's name. Marcus um, Phoenix. Yeah. So I don't know, like, if this was their way of being like, "Look, Dave, we we got you. Like, we just it's just <laughs> not happening right now. We got you though." Um, but it was definitely a very cool thing to throw to him. Um, I so good, such a great. It's just so cool. I just really wish I could play this game right now. God, it's. It looks, I mean, oh god, I, everything I've heard about it. So I, I liked Gears of War four. I played it. It's, it was good, but it also felt very much like the first three games. Okay. Uh, but from everything I've heard for five, it sounds very different, but also very exciting at the same time. Like that, and that's what I'm, I was hoping for. I really want. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this one in a. And kind of related, uh, I want Halo Infinite to be very, very different from the previous entries. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, we're going to get that with this one. And it makes me very hyped for it. Yeah. And we should try. I don't know how this would work, but I would, pl- I would play co-op 
campaign with you through all the Gears games. Is that a thing? They have co-op campaign like like Halo? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, throughout, throughout all of, so I think well, the first two only what had we need is we need Microsoft co-op. to send us two Xbox Ones. <laughs> and we'll, hey, we'll pay for the gold accounts. We'll pay for that. Just yeah, give us the Xboxes. We'll Actually, um, I I have an Xbox One. Do you really? I do. When did this happen? It's happened, it happened a little while back where it happened because uh, our brother Ryan's friend, mm-hmm. Jamie, he mentioned he was getting an Xbox One X and he was getting rid of his Xbox One. And then I, and the, it was like one of those things where it's just kind of like, I didn't know how serious it was. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take your Xbox One off your hands. And then he just showed up one day with, with the Xbox One. And I was like, oh. Well, that's cool. Well, then, Brandon, you're you're going to have, you have to get Gears 5 and you have to get have to. the Dave Batista DLC because I don't care if this is the worst game of the year. We have to support <laughs> this because it's just so awesome it's so on character for him as a human being i love it so much i just love right? it yeah um, he's perfect it did say that the dlc for this is coming out the 15th and the game comes out the 10th so right no news yet i i kind of feel like the vibe is that it'll be free dlc but we'll see i see that yeah. i i i kind of get that feeling that it's going to be free but you don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see and, and there, i think it's going to be great the terminator is coming to Gears War. That's right. We talked about that was announced at E3, right? Yeah. Gears Five is. Oh. I thought that that was gonna be one that you were. Oh, and and just a little, just you, a little. We don't we, we don't have too too much. We kind of we kind of do. We'll speed it up a little bit. But but yeah. the Terminator will be back later in this podcast. <laughs> just saying. You could say he'll be back. Oh, uh, this podcast is totally over. It's this totally is over. This is the last episode of our podcast. Uh, uh, um, no, I. It's amazing. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, any last okay, thoughts um, before going on to the next thing about Gears of War? Yeah. Mm, I want to play it. I want to play it too. Oh, and just FYI, I I know I keep talking about it, I don't have an Xbox. It is coming to Steam, but I'm just going to assume my laptop doesn't do it since it didn't do Doom. I'm just going to assume it's not doing Gears of War 5. It's mm. fine. I'm just, hey, it's coming to Steam as well, guys. You got yeah. it. Go get it. Uh, so it. moving on. Uh, next game we teased a little bit earlier, Apex Legends. Uh, so I don't know if this is still going on, but we pointed out to each other that they dropped solo missions. Um, it was a temporary thing, so I don't know if it's still going. I think it is, but I'm not sure. Um, I just thought we could give it like a two set, like thoughts real quick. Uh, basically I like solo mission for Apex Legends a lot more than regular Apex Legends. Um, like I said earlier though, I'm kind of done with the whole, uh, uh, battle royale thing, but it was a good improvement in my opinion. I tried it. I wasn't meaning to keep you in suspense. I was just yawning. Um, <laughs> that was my attitude towards yeah, the next legend. Oh, spice on here. Again, some late night spice. Um, us brew boys. Getting, getting the jalapeno uh, poppers. Yeah, it's a jalapeno in your coffee. Uh, <laughs> you know that's a thing? There's like, it's like spicy coffee. I have heard of that. I would never have it myself. No, that's not true. I'll try it. I'll yeah. try just about anything. Really. I, well, for, for for me, for coffee, coffee is very much a transport for like 
milk and sugar to get into my body. Like it's it's very much like I I can't. There there'll be times where I've gotten coffee and like so I will say I'm a recent coffee convert. Uh, alliteration. I like that. Um, <laughs> but for me, it was mostly in the winter because here's the thing: at Wawa, they do this thing where it's one dollar one dollar for for any size of coffee. Oh, I miss it so much. But here's the trick: uh, what they do is is like say you 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 regularly get a twelve ounce cup of coffee per day. That's not too bad. Then it's hey one dollar for any size. So you're like you know what? I'm gonna get a sixteen ounce instead. Then you get used to that sixteen ounce at one dollar. Then when you go back, you're like, oh man, I don't want to go back to a twelve ounce. I should probably get a twelve. I should probably get a sixteen ounce cup of coffee. That's how they get you. They get you. But the thing is, I'm entirely fine for getting got on that because that coffee is because I I put like the cream in there and I put the the chocolate powder probably makes it eight hundred calories per per <laughs> cup cup of coffee, like. Anyone who who would taste it would be like, "This isn't coffee anymore. This is just this is just cream and hey, chocolate powder." Don't, at this point. It's fine. Let you do whatever you want. You just, it's you do your coffee your way. I I am an avid like. I mean, I like black coffee. I tend to drink yeah. it black. So, but I'm not judging. You do whatever you want. As long as you're drinking coffee, you're starting your day off right. That's my opinion. I love coffee. You do you drink it black like all the time? Pretty much. I will say when I go to Wawa, I like to add a splash of the French French vanilla cream. Right. Just to give it a – that flavor is so good. So I literally add I, – I count less than a second of a splash into the coffee. Wow. Um, and I, I stir d- that in. And I'm just like only black coffee. Do you also like the Beatles but with like just the vocal parts? Mm-hmm. Like is it just like – You're not wrong. Do you, do you not know like there's other things you can get? other things to it it's like i just don't understand people drink black coffee it's like yeah do you i don't know do you zach what are you doing you can put chocolate powder in your coffee but all right so brandon hear me i don't understand hear me out uh this is a caffeine co-op podcast so i will gladly talk about coffee because coffee is the best (laughs) and caffeine's great um i drink black coffee because there are sugar drinks in this world that i like but I don't mm. need the coffee to be a sugar drink. And cream is good, but too much cream takes the flavor. And I like the actual coffee flavor. That's what mm. I like about it. I can see that. Okay. I understand that. And I, I That's it's, why... It's, but, but I don't... See, I don't judge people that use extra cream or sugar because, like, that's fine. You can have it your way. What is that? McDonald's? Yeah. Wait, uh, I thought it was Burger King. Make it your way. Is that is that Burger King? I don't know. I think that's Burger King. Oh, McDonald's, is, McDonald's I'm, loving I'm loving it. Burger King is yeah. have it your way. So Burger King it, baby. Although I will say I've had Burger King coffee and it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> McDonald's coffee is actually context good. now, but um, Burger King it, baby. Like that's a good that's a good verb. That's a good that's my EP. That's like gonna be like my my experimental music. <laughs> all, all these remixes we've talked about this episode. It's gonna be on. Burger King, baby. Burger King, it, baby. I gotta say, I'm I'm an avid try. If you if you have a fast food place that has coffee, I try to get coffee. I I want to try because McDonald's coffee is delicious. Right. Like I don't like yeah. McDonald's food like a lot at all. I don't yeah, like the food of, at all. It's it's kind of terrible and I've gross. turned on it. 
Yeah, again. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, we've talked about before. Sometimes you get a weird craving you. for it and you're not proud yeah. of it and you have it. Um, but I texted you like two months ago and I was like, I'm back on. And then a little bit later, I was like, I'm back off. <laughs> no, don't do it. Yeah, it's a bad it's idea. It's too much of a thing that's mildly okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what like the only thing at McDonald's I genuinely enjoy is coffee. Their coffee is actually really good. It's really good. Really? Um, that's my opinion. Um, but it's not as good oh. as Wawa's. Wawa's still king coffee. Is that God tier? Yeah. Yeah. God tier. Yes, you're right. God tier. <laughs> I just like saying that. Yeah. Um. How does Sheets compare? It's okay. It's it's mm. worse than either of those. But like it's it's not Sheets. bad bad, but it's like Oh, okay. It's it's not great. Yeah, Sheets coffee is doable. Like Sheets coffee tastes like typical gas station coffee. Like I don't okay. know if you've ever yeah. had like a a no name brand gas station coffee. Like when I drove to Oklahoma, no. we stopped at a random gas station. I got coffee there. I was like, "Ah, this is fine. It's gas station coffee. Like it's yeah. it gets the job done kind of thing." Sheets is very much like that, which is disappointing, but... Yeah. <clears throat> what about me. Irving's? How did that rank? I haven't had it in a while. Yeah. Like, Irving's would probably be my third favorite, like, behind McDonald's. But right. I could see it being better than McDonald's. It just has... It's just been a while. Like, I really yeah, like Irving's. Like, yeah. Irving's is definitely no lower than three. Yeah. This is a very specific conversation right now for like maybe two well, people Irving's was the breakfast place in state college where caffeine co-ops let's call it parent was <laughs> was originated originated yeah. right right it was, it's parent. basically the, it was the parent company like, yeah it, it, it was like the apocalypse of uh the lineage of yes. caffeine co-op yeah that's exactly right that that is that was it. So we got uh, Irving's coffee is very good. One of the, Irving's coffee, Ir, Ir, Irving's though, to this day is my god tier. I I might say best breakfast sandwich. Like ever. oh yeah, it was my favorite because like I got way too many. Wawa has a good like I like the Sizzlies, but like eh. they're a little too greasy and like they're very yeah. That's it. That's a, you know I couldn't put my finger on it. That's it. They're greasy and that's the problem. Yeah. Um, Irving is just very particular. They're more of a sandwich. Uh, Sizzlies are more of a melt. I feel like you, you, because and I feel like what I like about with Irving's, they were more concerned with the bagels and the and the types of bagels. Where Wawa is just like, here's a bagel, that's all you get, no other kinds. I'm like, cool. Can I have like some variation on them? No. I will that's say though, all, yeah, the Wawa steak burrito. Is my John steak burrito? Steak burrito, cheese steak breakfast burrito at Wawa. If you haven't had it, go try it. That is, I get that every time I go home. Every time, interesting. I get that and a, a Wawa coffee every time I go home because it is the best breakfast burrito I've ever had. But if you're talking sandwiches, Irving has a much better sandwich. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. I realized <laughs> in no small and in. in almost entirely my own fault this is gonna be like a three-hour podcast which with a two-hour in like part of it that's gonna be about us talking about very very specific regional foods to us yeah 
<laughs> just like this, remember remember Irving's. Yeah, this it's is a lot the of most non video game episode of this podcast. Really, <laughs> I'll figure in editing. I'll figure out what to call it, or but like it'll be amazing. It's. I think it's we should keep great. it though. Keep on. Oh, keep keep it raw. I'm gonna keep most of it. Like it, I'm only gonna most? edit out like like certain things. Like the sneeze is staying in at this point. That was gold. okay at this point. Yeah, if, if we reference it. Now it's staying it. It's, now it's, that's, it's, if we don't, it's, it, it would be like it'd be like the lost section of an episode, and then we had to like put it in later for like deleted scenes. Be like we we would have to release it later. Be like here's the extended uh, the, the the extended version of the podcast with two more minutes of, of podcast yeah. <laughs> of sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's Kevin a great Kowalski. way to summary why yeah, we're man. both done with Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not as good as, as Irving's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not probably... as good as Irving's sandwiches, and it's not as good as Wawa coffee. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> um, You're keeping all of this. Okay. <laughs> you better. I want to. <laughs> I I will I will try I will do my best to keep most of this in. Don't worry. I promise. I promise, listeners. You can hold me to this. Um, I'm gonna move right down this list like it's a checklist now because yeah. we're. We're cracking it. Uh, next thing, I just wanted to mention this. Um, so Gamescom came and passed, and the only thing that I cared that came out of it was Little Nightmare Two was a was announced. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah, I've I've seen footage of the first one. I've yeah. never played it. I didn't play I, it either. I like the look of it. It looks amazing. Like I wa- I I watched a whole playthrough of the first one, and really, I am huge fan i i didn't play it but a huge fan and very happy to hear they're making another one and it's coming to switch ps4 xbox one and pc in 2020 that's all we know but i'm just very that's all i want to say is it was announced little nightmares 2 and i am very excited and i'm gonna hope to play this one sounds great great i hope to play the first one as well uh oh wait you you've you've already seen i hope to let's keep moving no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. That was that wasn't me at you. I was like I don't know where my noises were coming from. But I will link you some good streams of it cuz there are some good streams out there. It's there a, it is I'm, like you that. should absolutely and anyone listening for some reason still. Uh if <laughs> if you have any interest in podcast. something that's scary but not like jump scare scary like it's not it's not right. like we talk about luigi's mansion being spooky it's it's above that this is actually scary it's more creepy yeah, yeah yes but like like rated r creepy like, okay yeah. like it is actually scary but in a creepy non-jump scare way and it's a really good story and i will i will send you a trailer for a movie that it reminded me of okay that i think it gives me the same vibe Okay. I think you're getting. Um, if you were curious, it's uh, Fears of the Dark. It was like a f- five animated shorts uh, from like 2005 or something like that. It was like this uh, from like Europe or something like that. Super good, really messed up, but in this very particular way that Little Nightmares very much the same style. Cool. Thanks, bud. Everyone go check it out. Go check it out too. Recommendations for movies that came out in 2005. Yeah, that's what we do. Um. So moving on to that. All right. So this is we talked. I briefly we talked about earlier, but neither of us are really caring about it. So we're gonna go over why. Uh, Fortnite and Borderlands Three are having a crossover in anticipation for Borderlands Three coming out. 
Um, I realize this makes sense because that's why the Epic Store is getting the exclusive PC rights to it. Like, they definitely right. made a deal. That makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, so they're going to have a crossover. Cool. Claptrack's going to be a backpack in Fortnite. And yay. So if you're a fan of both of these games, this will be a fun little crossover. Um, I, I'll probably see if I can get it. I'm sure I won't because it costs money. Um, and I'm also mm. probably not going to get Borderlands 3 at this point, but... I yeah, I'm good. I've kind of cooled on that game. Like, I had, I had interest in it, but I... I don't think it's for me at this point. I think it looks great, but I just don't... I don't know. I... Right. I think there's a lot more. I think there's just a lot of games coming out, and it's not yeah. high on the list anymore, which is kind of what we've talked about. Like, there's a lot of good stuff, and I still haven't played Borderlands Two, but now I got it for free thanks to PlayStation Plus, and I'll probably play. Forgot about that. If yeah. Borderlands Three eventually comes out on that, or it's cheap, or I rent it, or whatever, like, yeah, I might play it eventually, but I'm in no rush. So that's really all I gotta say. Um, so. One little news just for me and me alone, just so I remember it, really. Uh, there's going to be a new Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer on Monday, on September 9th. So, I'm looking forward to that. So, this, um, spoilers, does this spoilers. take place after Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, sorry, I thought we were going to do joking spoilers, because <laughs> oh. I was going to say, it's going to be delayed officially. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's a trailer for the next trailer. No, the weird thing about the DLC, and we'll talk more about it when things happen with it, but the DLC is supposedly going to take place, like, parallel to the game, like, alongside it. Like, it's more information of what's happening during the game's time period with a little bit after, I think. Right. So, it's it's supposed to... it's, It's supposed to be more of a prologue that makes you excited for Kingdom Hearts 4 more than anything. Right. So, and yeah. and that hasn't been officially announced yet. Right? Kingdom Hearts 4 was uh no, I'm going to go with no. The director okay. of the series has said he is working on it. Uh, like a uh, like he said specifically I'm working on Kingdom Hearts 4. But, like, the oh, company wow. has not announced it. So I'm going to go with right. no, it's not been. Like, so development for Kingdom Hearts 4 did not yeah. already begin. Like, something crazy okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, probably, he's like, if someone asks him, like, hey, would you know where things are going from here? Be like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. What probably I think, not as casual as that. but <laughs> he, No, I think that's actually correct. Because he, he is, I think, still, based off of interviews, writing it. He's writing the story for four. Okay, yeah. Um, he's also doing what I hate. This is <laughs> there's a phone game for Kingdom Hearts. Something Square Enix is known for is they have a Final Fantasy game and they have a Kingdom Hearts phone game. They made them do that, right? And of course, the director was like, "Well, it's going to have a canon story," um, <laughs> and it's very much supposed to be something that anyone who plays Kingdom Hearts four like it's it has this interesting story that I'm not going to go too into. Um, but it's on a phone game, so no one cares. Um, so he's writing that while getting ready for 4. So everyone thinks either the next game is going to be a remake of the phone game on consoles, or it's just going to be like part of 4. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And yeah, Interesting. So, yeah. I, 
I did have a question. Uh, is Nomura the the director? He's still working. Is yeah. he? He's working on Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes. But he's. Uh, and I'm trying to remember here. Is he only doing the first part of it, like the the first section? No. So that's the as far as I know, Nomura is fully attached to Final Fantasy VII remake, which wow. Good for him. Uh, he yeah. was he was part of the original Final Fantasy VII team. He was the right. character designer, yeah. which was one thing, but also a big part of the writing. I think. Yeah, yeah um, like he also he did a lot of work on it. Like, yeah, uh, so it's it's got to be pretty great for him. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's why. Like, I think I've said this before. Like, I'm gonna play Kingdom Hearts games till they stop coming out. But three was the last time I'm like, you know, heart stopping every little news and update kind of thing like i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about it like there's a trailer coming out next week i'm gonna talk about it but like i'm the dlc could drop july next year and i'd be like all right that's cool that's cool we're good we're good (laughs) good it's fine so i this might be a tougher question and it's getting a lot into kingdom hearts but that's fine i mean i don't mind talking about it (laughs) i mean i i don't know if you have any interest in it but uh i'd be really concerned if you're like uh you just like didn't really care um as i stare at my pops posters yeah. <laughs> books yeah no it's kind of an interest you know the woody one i got one i got for you um yep yep all this uh i i was curious about would you say so my big question was i wanted to ask about for kingdom hearts one to three I was wondering if that is considered the first trilogy, and then would you say, in your in your opinion, in in terms of the speculation for four, would four be the start of a new trilogy, or that still be continuing some of the threads from the uh, from like the first three games? No, so that's actually that's a great question. Um, in the sense that, like, they've actually brought this up that, like, 4 is going to be a great jumping on point. Um, oh, well. So, and actually, kind of to bring a great analogy, uh, I guess I don't think that's the correct term, but to compare it, um, just like how Far From Home was the end of the Infinity Saga for Marvel. Right. 3, and all the games from 1 to 3, because you have 1, 2, 3, and the spinoffs, it's all part of... Uh, the the first saga is what they said. It's called the Xehanort saga because Xehanort's the main bad guy. Right. Um, so one to three is all about the, it, it's the Xehanort saga. So three ends in a way. I mean, I could spoil it. Who gives a shit? But like <laughs> three ends. Let's put a spoiler warning here. A spoiler so warning for Kingdom Hearts three. Curious. Um, skip ahead a little bit. Skip ahead. Give it a little jump. Um, yeah. So, spoiler for Kingdom Hearts 3, it ends with Sora being separated from everyone else. He technically dies. Um, we know that Sora is still the main protagonist for the series. That's Namura has said, so the Xehanort saga is over, but 3 still sets up the next saga. So, okay. 3 sets up 4, but 4 will stand on its own, is what I've understood. So, would Sora still still be in 4? Yes, as far as we know, he's going to be the main okay. character, and they they hint at that, even though he died. Right. They they because so was... it's Kingdom Hearts and Disney, and no one has ever really actually died ever. 
so it's fine it's fine but like it's say, good I'm it's told... good like it's it's a fun story i'm not saying yeah. it in a bad way but like yeah so he died but he'll be back and it'll be fun it'll be great wait i thought i thought at the end of kingdom hearts 3 is like he dies and then he wakes up in that field and then it's the trailer for xenoblade chronicles definitive edition uh i no i got that mixed up sorry uh I want to be mad at you so badly, but I would never. It's, it's perfect. I just like that idea. I was like trying to figure I, out like where he went. It's like the best feels... part though is that you're not far off. What actually happens is that he dies, and then in the end credit scene, he wakes up somewhere else, and it's like they hint that it's like the realm of the dead kind of a thing, which is really right. cool, dark concept for Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not. He, he doesn't. Sora doesn't. Xenoblade Chronicle transform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. I, yeah, I I wanted to. This again, like, we, we will, we'll probably have to have like a full podcast about this. But I was curious. I remember you'd mentioned that. So like, would Sora be able to get back on his own, or do you think it's going to be like, hey, here's Sora's next adventure? And it's I kind of think slash hope. I I want the next main I want like I four I guess is fine. Yeah. I want the next main game to be you're either Riku, which is his best friend, or a right. random new character and you're trying right. to save Sora. Like that's the whole game. Like so then like you save Sora and then he becomes like cuz I to answer your question no, I think Sora should not be able to get out of there on his own because he Right. He made his bed and he laid in it kind of a thing, you know? Like, he yeah. died for his friends, and that's what made it so good. So if he can just leave, I don't know, that to me is like... That's, it's been, it's it, been it, a cop-out. It lessens yeah. the blow. Yeah, exactly. And, like, like it'll still be, like, three... I, I mean, I'm dying on a hill as it is. People don't like three. I love three. <laughs> I think it has a great ending. And I think that it sets it up fine for the next series. But I think to have the impact be that much greater... They have to go get him. Just like, oh, what, what was? It was like, and I know, not to get into it, but uh, so the way I was thinking, right. I was like, <laughs> you, you you understand where where I'm going with it, but uh, like he knows one one of three is like Star Wars uh, original trilogy, and then uh. And then four, I was and like, so then I was thinking like, Kingdom Hearts four would be almost like Force Awakens and and the Last Jedi in terms of like you kind of see Sora from a different perspective. I thought of it. I that's why that's why I was curious like if they were gonna go for like hey we're gonna do. I love that. That's why it'd be cool if it was like hey like Sora is this. I don't know if he's like a I don't know how if he's like a legend or like people know of him. But if there's this idea of like you you play as a new hero, uh, her name is Ray. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, just like it, it would be cool if it was, if it was this idea of if you. My pitch would be, and this is someone who has been told by several people that I should play Kingdom Hearts, and I just never did uh, because it's fine. reasons. Because um, I'm a monster. Uh, he just hates me. That's all. That's all. It my... is. That's fine. <laughs> my pitch for four would just that would be that you would play you play chapters as the new hero and then you would play as Sora trying to figure out what's going on in that realm. I'd and be alright with that. Each one would kind of inform the other one. 
That sounds great. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's what I... They, they keep talking about that, like, Sora is going to be the protagonist. And it's like, right. if I'm honest, we need to move on. Like, I love Sora. Right. He's my favorite video game character. He's my favorite. But, like, oh, like wow. make the next series... Bring someone new that, like, makes it exciting. Make Sora the teacher, the legend, something... Have them be playable, sure, but bring new people into it as well to be playable. Bring someone else and, like, I, the the whole thing is, and I feel like this is a big issue with a lot of JRPGs, is they don't age. They're still kids, you know? Right. So, like, you would have to make a big leap and have him be an adult adult. And right. I hope so because I would love that. That's – Brandon, you your pitch is actually, like, what I would – me and Nick, my brother, have talked about that. Tons of times. That's what they should do moving forward. Is he right. should be the legend and bring someone new. And that's I fully agree. I just think I should be the director of Kingdom Hearts from now on. I think that's probably, that's the new. Hey, I'll direct. You can be my writer, but I have to approve of it. Uh, I, I, th- I think I think I I got some ideas. Okay, uh, so I got some ideas for Kingdom Hearts four uh, and five and six. I think we I think. Um, Forget the keyblades. Their swords are dumb. You give them a gun, and what you do is you put them in a giant mech suit. No, we're done. No, wait, hold, Brandon. Hold a, Brandon, a fighting? he already went into a mech suit in Kingdom Hearts three, and that's why that's it's amazing. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts four, fighting tall two, is going to be a great, great game if you let me direct it. Yeah. Uh. I think we're talking about the Kingdom Hearts 4 slash Titanfall 3 crossover re-release <laughs> Double Deluxe. Hello everyone, so this is Zach uh, coming in on Monday, September 9th. So I'm finished ed- editing the episode now. And since the Kingdom Hearts trailer came out, I thought I would just add my thoughts. And basically, um, it was good. It's fine. It's a good trailer. Uh, as fan of the series it's a typical kingdom hearts trailer a lot of cutscenes, um almost no gameplay which is kind of frustrating because it's dlc so i'm kind of hoping for a lot of gameplay added on um i'm excited for the cutscenes because as i've said in a past episode i'm pretty expecting i'm pretty much expecting this dlc to be like an epilogue of kingdom hearts 3 that leads into kingdom hearts 4 um so like the trailer itself is fine. Um, the cutscenes are fine, but it's kind of cool. Uh, is that Keyblades weapons from the original Kingdom Hearts One game, Oathkeeper and Oblivion, are going to be released for Kingdom Hearts Three in the DLC? So that's really exciting. Um, it's nice that they're bringing that like kind of nostalgia factor for people that came back to Three after so many years. So you get to play using the original blades. Uh, it looks like they're going to have an interesting change in their transformation because the weapons all have a transformation change form. So look forward to seeing more of that. Um, but the game looks good. I, there was no release date for the DLC, and in my opinion, it's DLC, so I hope they don't go releasing four more trailers. Like, I don't need four trailers to get me excited for it. It's DLC. The first trailer was fine. I actually think I liked the first DLC trailer better. Um, and that was fine, and it said it was coming this winter. And I was like, okay, so we'll either not get another trailer, or we'll get one more when we get a release date. And now that we're getting a trailer with no release date, again, it said winter. You know, winter's winter's the season. You got some time. 
I know that uh, publicly Namura stated, or maybe it's Square Enix, maybe it wasn't Namura, but uh, someone was quoted saying that they want Kingdom Hearts 3's DLC to be out before Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, which is in March. So, I mean, we have basically until March, if they take all that time, whatever, but I, I just... Uh, the trailer was fine. I thought it was a little unnecessary. Uh, I'm I'm still excited. That's what it comes down to is that I'm excited and I'm going to play the game regardless and I can't wait to buy this DLC because it looks great. And yeah, I just surprised there was so little gameplay. The one th- one other thing before I go is that a lot of cutscenes implying you're going to play as different people, but with no gameplay, there's no confirmation of that. So that was weird. Um so there were scenes where it looked like you were either playing as Aqua and Ven. There were scenes where it looked like you might have been playing as Terra, maybe as Lee or Axel. Um, but I don't know, but they were all cutscenes, so there's no confirmation whether or not they are actually playable. Uh, so that was the weirdest part, but it looks fine. It looks like a lot of fun. That's the best part, of course. For a Kingdom Hearts fan, it looks like a great additional to the game. So that's really all I gotta say, and uh, back to the regular episode, thanks. We have talked about my game long enough that we're gonna move on to the last bit of news, which is your game, and we're gonna talk about the amazing Mortal Kombat 11 DLC that was announced. Oh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna list, I'm gonna do, so this is, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what happened, I'm gonna tell you the details, and then, then we'll jump into it, okay? Because okay. it's, like, amazing. And I know you know. I know you know. So, <laughs> so, Mortal Kombat 11, the DLC pack, is a fighter pack. So, similarly, to, it's similarly structured to Super Smash Brothers, where they released a list of characters. They're coming out at different dates. So, these are the characters and the dates. Uh, and for names that I get wrong because I don't know who they are, you know, I'm sorry. But Shang Tsung and Nightwolf are available now. On October 8th, you've got Terminator T-800, playable character. On November 26th, uh, a Sindel, I believe, is going to be available. On January 28th, you have The Joker being available. And yes, we're talking about DC's The Joker. And then on March 17th, and this is 2020, we have Spawn being available. Oh, hell yeah. Brandon, I... So I no, may be the basic person, but I am beyond excited for the Terminator, the Joker, and Spawn being playable in Mortal Kombat 11. And that's why I said earlier, like I I'm actually at, at the point where I want to get this game, and I really want to play <laughs> all. It looks amazing. Like, mm, that those are some amazing choices. Firstly, I love Shang Tsung. He's great. Like I haven't had a chance to play him. But something really cool is that they got the guy who, play, who played him in the movie all the way back then. He does the voice, and like they kind of like modeled it after him. Okay. It looks awesome. And like his finishing move, he he says his line from the movie. He's like, "Your soul is mine," and it sounds really good. And it's just it's cool that he's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll come back and do that. I'll come back for like twenty years and do that for you guys." Hell yeah, I'll do that. And he was from um, one of the original ones. He was from, like, the... Yeah, so, like, Shang Tsung was kind of... He was the boss in the first Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, at the very end. And then, like... But he he's a big character in, in like, the early mythology and stuff. Uh, but, man. 
Terminator, Spawn. If you if you told me as a ten year old that I could play as Terminator and Spawn in a Mortal Kombat game, nah, man, lose my mind. I would explode. It would just be just brain chunks everywhere. Just like it, it, my head would just be in pieces at that point. Like, how do you how do you not think that is the coolest thing in the world? And I I don't care what anyone says. If you if you think of, if it's just one of those things where just like. I you you have to be dead inside to not to not be like that's awesome. I want to see yeah yeah like just, the Terminator spawn. And you know what's really funny, Brandon is so if you haven't looked it up, guys, when the Terminator that you can play as in Gears Five is like the robot, the like the skeleton right. robot, like classic Terminator look, right? But and this is what shocked me and made me go like crazy when I heard this because we already talked about it. this was rumored like a month or two ago like we we right. kind of figured this was happening but what I didn't expect was that it was going to be Terminator looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger like that really surprised me yeah I I lo- I don't know if that like made people like it less but I loved it I like it looks I I can't find a picture but if I remember correctly it was like him. Um, with like a piece of his face coming down, like yeah, it was, like, I, his eye was, was kind of blown off, and then like you can see a little bit of his chin. I think it looks awesome. It looks so cool. It looks pretty badass. Yeah, it looks very badass. And I like to go back to what you said. See, get get to play as a Terminator. That's awesome in itself. But like, I just think it's different. They're they're not just throwing him the the skeleton at you. Basically, I like yeah. it. It's not what I expected, and it's a, it's super exciting. I, I love it. It just it, it's gonna sound. What's even better is that it's gonna sound cool when he gets hit. He's gonna sound all metal, and it's gonna be like chunk 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 chunk. Like it's gonna sound. Oh, it's gonna be really good. Yeah, it it sure is, man. That's. It looks so good. I'm super excited. I will I, say that I. Sorry. Yes. No. Good. I was. I. I was gonna say. Um. I hope you get it, so I... that we can challenge each other, and I will get mad and never play again. Well, you're gonna kick my ass. That's for sure. Nah, <laughs> I will I'm say. Too rusty. I'm too old. The one thing about this, um, Spawn and Terminator look great. The Joker yeah. looks very. Yeah. Eh. I'm very <laughs> it looks like a it's rough. Yeah. It's a very interesting. It's interesting he's in the game at all. Like, out of all yeah. the DC characters they're throwing in, like, oh, I'm an idiot. They're doing it because of the movie, probably. Duh. Yeah. Um. But it's still, it doesn't even look like him. Um. Which is it's fine. You, you don't pay for likenesses and all that stuff. Um, right. But it's a good choice in terms of like what they needed because I know they they've done more kind of characters in Injustice. Uh. Like a few times, I think like Scorpion and Sub Zero have been in the Injustice games, so it's cool to have like all right, the, like he's crossing over to to this world yeah. as well. But like I, I think in, in but in Injustice Two had like the Ninja Turtles and Hellboy. I'm sorry, oh, did you man. say you could play as a Ninja Turtle in Injustice Two? Oh, I didn't say you could play as a Ninja Turtle. I I. You could say you play as all of the Ninja Turtles. Get the in Injustice loops out of here. 
So it's basically you choose which turtle you, you want to play as. You'd be like, all right, I want to play because it's like it's pretty much like one character, but like the move sets are a little bit different for each one. It's like I want to play as Mikey, I want to play as Raphael, I want to play as Leo, I want to play as Donnie. And each one changes. That's amazing, and it's the ones from the original movie, like the design. Yeah, yeah, it has like the teeth and everything. Like has like the really goofy look. Uh, Guys, video like, games yeah, like, are awesome. Looking... Right? God, that's good modern for our uh, our podcast too, to get, come back on, even when we're frustrated with them. Video games are pretty awesome. Video games are awesome. Um, this just made me happy, and that's what to go. So, <laughs> so to go back to Mortal Kombat 11. I'm very excited that the Joker is in that pack. It's a great choice. I think I love it. I really, I really like it. I just the character design is very meh. Um, yeah. Um, and that's fine. That's totally like that. It doesn't have to. You don't have to hit it out of the park every time. It's different. If it's it's definitely supposed to be like simpler. And I think he's also supposed to look like buff buffer like like he can actually last in these Mortal Kombat fights because right. your typical Joker is like not gonna last against scorpion or terminator <laughs> right yeah it's like mm. or a ninja turtle for that matter he's yeah. let me tell you <laughs> he ain't gonna yeah he ain't gonna survive a ninja turtle um but yeah so i think i think that's cool and and spawn i i, I didn't know there was a tv show but apparently keith david who voiced spawn in the tv show is voicing Spawn in the game, so that's cool. That's right, yeah. So there, there was kind of a um, it was like an HBO uh, like anime back in the late nineties and stuff. And if you get the chance, look up Tom McFarlane. He he, he did some of the intros to the episodes. Okay, they're pretty amazing because he looks like he's sitting on the set of like a Mortal Kombat arena. Uh, or like a Mortal Kombat stage and it's just him talking to the audience he's like imagine your best friend sleeping with your friend after you got murdered and then it goes into the episode it's like what the hell was that <laughs> uh, and then they stop doing him after a few episodes cause people are like it's very upsetting uh, why is Tom McFarlane talking to me which I would be okay with that if you get a chance Tom McFarlane has a, a Facebook page and a YouTube page where he he'll give Drawing tutorial, uh, d- d- drawing uh, just like not like lessons, but he'll be like, "All right, here's how I do this for drawing," and it's super cool. And he's a total dad. He's like he he, he makes noises when he draws and stuff. Where he'll he'll be doing like a explosion, so he'll he'll do like, which is pretty awesome. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> um, Welcome at eleven. Any anything else on on Mortal Kombat 11? I'm gonna buy it for everyone I know, so I can challenge them in fights. I gotta say, I, I'm all. <laughs> I I definitely am gonna pick it up. I like. I just. It's a matter of when at this point. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter. Of, I know I'm late to the game. I'm late to the party, but it's a matter of when. It's happening. It's never. I'm it's, curious. You're never too late to to play a game. And I know I said I'd be basic, but I'm curious <laughs> what the price. I don't. I didn't see a price for this and. I kind of could have missed it, but like I literally just want Terminator and Spawn and Joker, so I'm curious if right. that will be cheaper to just get those or just get the DLC season pass. Right. It's always um, tough to say, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see what I get when it happens. Not it. Yeah. It's a matter of when. Um, <laughs> I like that. 
Um, so if that's all we got on Mortal Kombat 11, uh, that is our news roundup. And yep. holy shit, that was that was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to lie. I thought we were going <laughs> to blow through this news, but... To, well, nope, to be honest, to be honest, to we kind of did. We kind we kind of blew through yeah. the news and just talked about everything else, and that's great. <laughs> we talked about literally everything but video games. So <laughs> I think it's, you always got to have an off-topic fiction. podcast. That's all. Yeah, it's how it's how it's how it happens. But um, um we uh, Zach, I don't want to alarm you, mm. but I'm I'm pretty sure that there's there's this, there there's like a portal open up opening up underneath me do you do, 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 do you see one underneath you like a bluish portal that's opening up uh, at, at your feet yeah is yours orange am i gonna f- come to it over there well i, I think we're I, I see clocks in my well uh, well oh my god we just fell into into these portals these time portals zoop, zoop, they're zoop, taking zoop, us back all the way sorry Mine's not making that noise. That's weird. That's uh. Oh, mine's not either. That's actually just, me making the noise up. as we fall. <laughs> you're just doing it. Yeah, it's like I I want to be trapped in a time portal with you because you just be making noise. Smack! <laughs> that's Brandon hitting me because I'm making noise in our portal <laughs> while we're falling. I'm just like, what is that? Oh, it's Zach. Never mind. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'd be I'd be concerned, but it's no, it's just Zach. It's but um, Zach. it's amazing. We're in we're in September of 1999. It's a. Uh, it's remarkable. Like, uh, what, 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 ga- what game is there? Is that on the shelf? Though, what, what does this say? Resident Evil Three. Nemesis. Ooh, that's amazing. This game came out in September of nineteen ninety nine. Wait, was um, that no? Two just got remade, right? So yeah, so two was just re- remade in our time okay. uh, on the P- <laughs> on the so, PS4. Right, sorry, in the box so, there in the portal. <laughs> You know, yeah, but back in uh, back in 2019, we'll get to. Uh, well, hopefully, we can get back. I hope we can get back home. That would be amazing. I'm so glad we we brought our podcast equipment with us too. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, the microphone's just dangling through the portal. The portal ain't they're, closed. Yeah, they're just like yeah. It's it's uh it 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 became a 1999 microphone as well. It's 16 pounds. It's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Um, so in September 1999, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis was released following the success of Resident Evil 2. And with it, I think in a lot of ways, brought about a stagnation and also excitement for the Resident Evil series. Because in a way, with Resident Evil 3, it was kind of... It was building off of what 2 was doing, but in more open areas and kind of like trying to do it in like one more time before the new consoles before we we would get to Resident Evil Code Veronica which is about in 2001 or so maybe 2002 on the on, on like the Dreamcast which would eventually be, be ported over to like the PS2 and the, the GameCube and everything but before we get there uh with Resident Evil 3 it was trying to capitalize on the mechanics that were used in Resident Evil 2 with Mr. X where the nemesis in that game was a huge monster that would chase after you and it was basically he was always chasing after you like if you went into a room he would chase you in there and then if you went across the entire entire game he was still coming after you so you would have to be you had to to think about all right 
if I had to get this ammo out of this room, I'm at I'm at to cross this hallway. He might see me, and he's gonna chase after me into this room. And I there's only one door in there, and I'm at to make sure I can get out of there in t- in time. In a lot of ways, I think that's very clever, and it's very ahead of its time in terms of what the game is trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really cool. It's very exciting. Um, that's a very fun concept. Like, that sounds really fun. <laughs> it's really crazy. I I haven't played it in a really long time, so I don't know how how it holds up. But I think if, the, especially if they did a remake of Resident Evil Three, I think they could do some very exciting. Uh, and innovative and really incredible stuff w- w- with that mechanic, especially in in like a modern day, uh, with like modern systems and everything. And I hope they do, uh, especially following the success of Resident Evil Two Remake, uh, which did crazy well from everything I heard. Um, I really hope they do like a, th- a third, uh, a remake of three and. Uh, I something I really hope for, and it'd be exciting to see what they can do. And I hope they can keep doing more of these remakes of these games that had a lot of potential, but they might not have reached that with these earlier systems. Especially so, yeah. a game like that 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 sounds like a perfect remake game to me. Like oh yeah, like I, I'm. It's funny, I talk about this a lot with people with Disney remake movies, like remake culture, I guess, I don't know. Like, I'm all for remakes, as long as people want them. Like, yeah, just yeah. because everyone doesn't want a remake doesn't mean, like, like there's, I'm not going to see every Disney remake that's ever made, but the ones that I want to see, I will, and I've enjoyed the ones that I've seen so far. And, like, I right. think that's a good point, like, like... Resident Evil 2 Remake did really well. So if there's initiative to make a third one, a third remake, a number three remake, yeah, <laughs> that's let's, tough. like, yeah, do it. Like, that's awesome. And that right. sounds yeah. fun and, like, it would be great. Like, they should absolutely do it as long as it'll make money, and I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's it's something where if, 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 if there is an idea or a, a project that didn't fully reach its potential at the time and it had a, some really great ambition i think there could there's always room for a, a remake and i think it's something that is important to keep in mind that we've been remaking things since the beginning of art uh i don't get mad when people are like we're gonna make another shakespeare adaptation of Macbeth. i'm like hell yeah give me another one give me an, like <laughs> It, but it is how we are as a people. Like our culture is, we're remaking stories for our next generation. Like we're remaking uh, Romeo and Juliet again, and it, and you know, next year it, it'll be a Netflix movie, but it's it'll be a set in the future. But it's still fresh. It's still using that story and using all those ideas for something new. And that's I think that what it's what's uh, so important about remakes to remember is that it's about taking something that might have worked a little bit at a time and kind of giving it a fresh new spin instead like this wonderful game that we're looking at in 1999 i know yeah maybe one day they'll they'll do something with it but not it's exciting i like this i hope they do right? now you've got me yeah. pumped for a game that's not even Thank like you. a thing i hate you yeah <laughs> 
It's what I do. Yeah. You want to see if you can get it digitally? <laughs> Walter, yeah, we'll to see if um, if they remake it on on a, any of the modern consoles like PS4 and Xbox One. Actually, we, we didn't I'll be any, honest. Try keep our voices down. I think um, maybe we're starting to hear what we're talking about. Uh, sorry, go ahead. That's right. We're talking about a fourth PlayStation. These idiots <laughs> don't even know there's more than one. Um. <laughs> Actually, it was Resident Evil 3, it was 99, so that would have been PlayStation 1, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have a PS3, but, so, so the, maybe the I'll get a copy of it and play it on my like PS3. Good idea. There you go. I would say the only trouble is that like sometimes the camera can be a little tough on those earlier Resident Evil games. Well, um, that was on every PS1 game. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be curious what you think. And it's a good October game. I think a good, like, scary, kind of tense game to play in October. Scary, spooky, scary. So you could do something. Wait, what do you say? Spooky, scary, spooky, scary. Oh, then, spooky, scary. you're just whispering it to my... And like, oh, I, I hate this. I hate this. No, no, no! It's all the it's all all the people whispering behind us. Yes, we're talking about the future. God, just get over it. Uh, I, I, Zach, I think we're we're in an alternate nineteen ninety nine. These these people aren't people. They are zombies. They're coming after us right now. We better okay. wait before we go. I just want to try something. I just want to try one thing. <laughs> we're just drunk. It's fine. <laughs> nope, they're actually zombies. Yeah, we gotta go. Right. I'm going to grab onto this mic since it's been hanging uh, through this portal, as you said. I'm going to hang on to it. All right, Brandon, you heroically hang on to the mic. I'm going to grab you with dear life. (laughs) Cling. Oh, it's amazing. We just got back. Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. Oh, wait. Are we we through already? Sorry. (laughs) I thought we were, but I think we were still making noises. I think I, contra- I, I contracted 1999 cough. Um, uh, <laughs> got the Matrix. Matrix long. Uh, no, it's amazing. We we got back from our journey to 1999. I hope that never happens again. We won't travel back to another time period. I mean, it's fine. As long as we're prepared for zombies. Yeah. Or drinking. Excellent. Whatever. Whatever works. Oh, I got this scratch on my arm. It's probably fine, though. Uh, I'm just <laughs> going to go lock up for me, would you, you buddy? Right here. <laughs> uh, ignore me. I'm just going to hammer the door with nails and wood so that you're safe. Over here. Just stay where you are. Man, I'm, feel- I'm feeling it. Feeling feeling the effects taking me over i think uh this might actually be the last episode of our podcast hey brandon i'm back don't worry i i learned from zombie land i'll i'll double tap you before you it'll be good you'll be fine good idea <laughs> <laughs> we're in 2019 so we have that have that knowledge now um, good to know i'm but anyway, glad to be back that's, in 2019. Uh, yeah that where... was our trip to the past thanks for going with me uh, of course. I'm just going to make noises in the portal every time we go through. So as long as you're okay with that, I'm okay with it. That sounds great. Perfect. Uh, all right. So that was our trip. 
that was our flashback to the past in 1999. I, I really, I really liked that one. That was a, that was a lot of fun. That was um, good. Yeah, it's a good time, good trip. And that about wraps this up. At, oh at, man! At a well, we don't know how long it'll be after I edit. <laughs> well, we took that's the roll. <laughs> let's it's three just, hours. It's gonna be a great long podcast. That's all. Is it gonna be, how? can you tell like just in general what's the is this our extended episode where this is like (laughs) this is like the peter jackson uh episode where we just like yeah we just kind of went like way longer than we should well that for sure this is definitely all right so that's the the name of the episode will be the extended edition so that'll be great (laughs) uh brew boys extended edition um but yeah, I don't. It's it's somewhere between two and a half and three hours long. I don't know where. Man. Yep. This is yep. the Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. This is our, great. Our series. Uh, but it's fine. It's great. We did a good job. Um. All right. So that was your podcast. That was our September podcast. Uh, my name is Zach, and you can find me on Twitter as at the underscore Philly Gamer. Uh, I'm also on Twitch, but job hunting. It's prevented that so that'll come back soon eventually hopefully we see brandon where can they find you uh you can find me on twitter as at brandon hyde uh if you have any concerns about the orioles let me know you can also find my writing at wigman.com i've written a little bit about video games and i'm going to start writing about comic book fights because i like comic book action scenes a lot and I'm just going to start doing it uh, and no one can stop me you can find me as well in terms of podcasting uh, on Hide and Go Seek podcast with my brothers uh, we recently did a Mountain Dew taste test it's as awful as it sounds it was hilarious to listen to <laughs> I say awful in terms of what it did to my stomach the next day it was a lot of sugar uh, in a lot of flavors, but it was a lot of fun. If you've ever been curious about what eight flavors of Mountain Dew tastes like, I loved at the end you guys were like all the well, not exactly all the there's more, but eight flavors. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of Mountain Dew. We thought we covered it, but it was like there's there's special ones. There's Baja Blast. There's sweet oh, lightning. I didn't even think of Baja Blast. That's so funny. KFC. Yeah, there's there's Voodoo just came out. Like the day after. That doesn't sound scary at all. It's like a Halloween episode. It's like a it it. I'll give you a sneak preview if we ever do another episode of uh Mountain. They're doing updated Mountain Dew taste test. It tastes like liquefied fruity pebbles. So that's a that's a taste for you. I'm not gonna lie. I want it. I know it's not good, and I don't want a whole bottle of it. <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> Surprisingly, pretty good. I would drink another one. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, anything else before we wrap this up? No, I think that's it. All the important stuff, yeah. Cool. Well, from Gears 5 to Borderlands 3 and Mortal Kombat 11 and Kingdom Hearts 3 and 1999 and back again, uh, this has been Caffeine Co-op. Uh, I'm Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we're out. Keep on brewing. <laughs> I love it.